This is going to be a big, huge morning. It is Monday, so every morning at 8, every Monday morning at 8, I should say, we talk to Scott from winningfornextyear.com. We will do so this morning at 8 o'clock. Also, multiple opportunities, Fantone, 6, 7, 8, and 9. People at 10 after each hour have an opportunity to win themselves $1,000. You got Christmas right around the corner. No better way to go into the holiday season than when than with $1,000 in your pocket from Rock 106.9. So we'll get you hooked up multiple times. And then 9.30, buddy. You and I have beat the box office tickets for the Foo Fighters show July 25th at Blossom, and we're going to get people in at 9.30 this morning. 9.30, I believe 10 a.m. actually this coming Friday is when they go on sale, but 9.30 you'll have beat the box office tickets. How are you? Uh, July 25th, that seems like so far away that it's like erroneous. Like, no, we can't be giving away tickets that early, but we no, are. dude, yeah, I, I'm excited to give those away. I'm doing pretty good. I feel a little overwhelmed, though, dude. I feel like so much stuff happened over the course of the weekend. I don't even know, like, all right, where do we start? Like, like where, does this all, where does this all begin? We will address Rivalry Week at 7 o'clock. Okay. A lot of people have been on me about that. I will address that at 7 o'clock, but buddy, I own most, and I, I want to be careful how I phrase this. I want you to be careful as well. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not talking about that. No, no, no. At seven o'clock, we'll address it. But I, um, I, I, dude, I came very close to walking out of my second job the other night. Okay. So we had Mushroomhead in the house the other night. Yeah, Saturday yeah, yeah. night. I know a bunch of people that went to that show. The, Their Halloween show, right? And that's kind of like the Mushroomhead show of the year. Like it's always big. To be too, right? It's always always big. It's like if you're gonna go see Mushroomhead, their Halloween show is like a show. If you like them, that's a show you should go to, right? And so we work and everything's great. But like towards the end of the night, they tell us, "Hey, we have to do inventory tonight." Now bars do inventory; it's just the way it is. You have to do it, right? So at the end of the shift, they made us pull. Every beer out of every beer box in that place. Count it, vacuum the coolers out, restock it full. Oh, wow. Every beer, every bottle, every like bottle of liquor. Okay, nope. I get every that. Every can of beer had to come out of them coolers. Wow. Every single one. Yeah, that's a lot. Dude, I didn't get home Sunday morning till about 10 to 6. Jeez. Crawled into bed at 6 a.m. Yeah, your boy was not real thrilled about that. Oh, no, understandably <laughs> so. Then. Not real thrilled with that. But I mean, so like, I was just like, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, I, and I realized how old I was Sunday morning when I woke up. Like my body just hurt, and I was just like, man, maybe it's time that I'm just like that. I just wrap this up. Maybe it's just time I put it away. Um, I don't want to. I really enjoy it. Like, I like working there. Well, it's it's a different job. It's not like it's just like, yo, you're slanging two for 20s. Like, no, it's like a rock and roll club. So you get to go to a bunch of stuff. A lot of good shows. There's constantly perks. women in there. Yeah. I mean, there's all, I mean, dude, it benefits my wallet and my sex life. It does. Better better paying than your average bartender. Oh, God, job. yeah. Even so, now, I mean, they've kind of screwed that up, too, but it's still better than most bartenders. So jobs. I completely understand why you feel like, dude, maybe, maybe it's just time. It's an hour plus away for Dude, you. Dude, listening to this, I understand why we don't play Mushroom Men on the radio. Although they are damn good. They're good, but they're not a radio No, band. they're not a radio, they're not a radio band. band. Um, other than that, what's your stories of the weekend? Anything else? Anything nah, else? I mean, I, I did. I worked at TDs, right. you know, uh, Saturday morning, you know, getting everybody course, uh, r- r- ready for, you know, the McKinley-Maslin game, which I'm sure Maslin people want to hear it be called the Maslin-McKinley game. Fair as, enough. As, as the Tigers did win on Saturday. Um, I you know people were on me. And again, we'll address this, you know, further at seven o'clock. But people were on me like, "Oh, blowout, huh? Blowout!" And I said, "Guys, it wasn't a prediction. I was wishing that. I was wishing for it. Not. It was not a prediction. I have no idea. Like, I have no idea if either either one of those teams are good. I don't know what their records are. That's the, honestly, if people in Stark County wanted to make a knock on me, the fact that I don't care about high school football as much as you do would be a fair knock." 
Stan's like, right, I don't care about it. Stan's right now out there scouting the, the JV no, have, teams, like, trying to see what the honestly, upcomers are next year. And I felt a little guilty, like, getting people, like, primed up. There was a little bit of me Saturday that felt a little guilty, like, come drink $2 Coors Light Pints, and then go to a high school event. Yeah. Like, if your kid was in high school choir, and I said, dude, come get, like, wasted before that, you'd be like, what? Yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely the debate team is going to frown upon Dad <laughs> being, like, hammered out there in the in the, in the, in the, in the parking lot. It'd be but better, though, I it's guess. A, it's a, you know, it's a different lifestyle. It's a different thing, the, uh, the Maslin McKinley. As a matter of fact, a guy on Facebook said something to me. He was like, I'm sorry, man. It just feels weird that, th- that this is what you're doing. And then people, like, attacked him. And they were like, man, you must be fun at a party. And the guy just said, look, man, I just don't think booze goes around high school events. Like, I just don't think it does. Yeah, that's fair, dude. And I, mean, I was like... All right, I can't hate that. It's different than a college event. I know people are going to be like, well, some of the college players are 18. And it's like, yeah, but they're 18. They're not 16. Yeah, but like, can you buy? Difference. I think you can buy beer in Ohio State Stadium some, this year. Some stadiums you can, yeah. But like for the longest time, like as a matter of fact, I know for a fact, when I went and saw Metallica at the shoe, they wouldn't sell beer at that. A difference between high school and college. There like, is a can, difference. You can have sex with college students. You can't have sex with high school students. And whether you agree with it or not, like that's that's the fact. I'll tell you, the sad thing is, is I can't seem to have sex with college students anymore. Either we have your shot at a thousand dollars at ten after each hour, and your first opportunity is right now. Your shot at one thousand dollars now. Text the keyword luck to 200 200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's luck to 200 200. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com. We already passed out $1,000. Your next opportunity will be at 710. And again, if you missed this announcement, coming up on the program this morning, 930, we'll get you into that Foo Fighters show. July 25th is when they play at Blossom. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10, but 9.30, you'll beat the box office with the Stansbury Show. You saw people losing their mind on social media over I'm the weekend, I'm one of dude. those people. I mean, think about it. That's in the middle of summer, middle of, middle of, 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 of like, you know, good weather. Everything's happening the way you want it to be. All of a sudden, it's Foo Fighters. It's a hot night, dude. Everyone's drinking beer. It's going to be a good time. I always talk about Blossom. There's something about that venue I just really like. I just, I, I don't know. I like outdoor venues, cold beer in my hand, watching a show I love. It's a, that's a Wednesday night for the Foo Fighters, so that following Thursday, Stansberry Show will be a best of mode, because I'm a big Foo Fighters fan. I'm going to that. Yeah, and yeah, you should. You should full throttle that one, too. Don't even be like, no, I'll come in afterwards. No, man, get drunk, get an Uber, and, and, and do your thing there. I saw something yesterday. I woke up, uh, like, midway through the Browns game. Not midway, but they were up, right? And so I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, all right. I, I Like, I'm kind of hungry. I don't want to just like, go to a window. I kind of want to go get something from the grocery store, and I'll make food for, you know, the rest of this game. Okay. So I went to the grocery store, and I saw something yesterday I wasn't aware of. Okay. There was a woman in front of me. I was in, like, the express checkout line, and she had something from, like, the hot food bar. Yeah. And she tried to use, I don't know if it's EBT or WIC or what it's called, and she wasn't allowed to use it. Correct. And she said, the woman like on the checkout counter said, oh, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to use that card for this. It's hot food. And I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's a weird line. Um, the reason they do that is because they don't want you going to like McDonald's. They don't want you going to like, you know, Burger King. They don't want you going to like, you know. Well, I mean, we're a smart country, though. Can't we say, well, you can get hot food from the grocery store? But they want it to be food that you have to prepare yourself. And it's Why? cold food. I know it's so weird, but you can get like an eight pack of fried chicken. That's why you'll see a lot of food in grocery stores refrigerated that normally wouldn't be refrigerated, like fried chicken. Because that's why that's happening? That's why that's there, because that way people can go buy 
buy that. They can buy that, you and know, eat it. that that Chinese food that's cold. Why do I care it? if somebody on an EBT card warms the food? Because up? at that point, what's different from that from a restaurant? Now, I'm not making this argument, but that is the argument. Is that like, well, well, then why not? Why don't we just let them eat in restaurants? And when I lived in Michigan, you could <sighs> eat in restaurants on EBT cards because it's like, what if you don't have a refrigerator? What if you don't have now a the, stove? What if you don't have a microwave? What if you don't have the ability that's to all cook fair. that food? My only problem with a restaurant would be. And my because my, do people should be able to eat? But my only thing with the restaurant would be okay. Well, now you got waiters and servers and stuff like this, and are we tipping people like that thing? But the hot food line at, at, at the, so I understand it was like five dollars and twenty five cents. Right. And so this woman pulls out her checkbook Ugh. for five twenty five. So I just say to the woman, I'm like, just add it to my groceries. And she was like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, we're talking about 525, right? And she was like, yeah. And the woman in front of me, and I realized, it was one of those moments in life where I realized, like, dude, I got it pretty good. Like, I have it really good. Yeah, that 525, like, to you was like, would have lit it on fire. 525, what are we talking about here? Right. But no, to her, that was all the money in the world. She turned around and looked at me as if I could walk on water. And I was like, oh, no wonder Jesus was nice to people. Dude, this feels (laughs) good. This feels really good. Like, but I honestly, like, it, it, it was, it was one of those moments where I realized, like, dude, I bitch a lot. Like, I complain a right. lot. And I have it damn good. And this woman's just trying to get some chicken tenders to take home or whatever yeah. the hell she had there. And she looked at me like, like, I can't and, believe people would be nice. And isn't it bizarre that you can get, I could, you, with an EBT card, you could go get anything in the grocery store so long as it's not, like, hot prepared. You I don't go get buy, that. You could go buy filet, you could go buy crab legs, you could go buy whatever you want So with you that. can be wasteful with right, it. Right, but you can't buy hot food with it. Yeah, I don't get that. Like, I, again, in a restaurant with tipping and things like that, maybe, but, like, a grocery store, dude, to get, like, a bucket of fried, let those people get fried chicken. Okay with McDonald's? Okay with Burger King? Okay with... In a non-tipping situation? Yeah, I think okay. I'd be all right with it. Okay. I really do. Okay. It's just some people... But their kids want to eat Happy Meals, too. Some people are going to make the argument of, well, I can't afford to I can't afford to take my kids out to yes, for groceries. Then why are you doing for, it? For, I can't take, you, I take my kid out for dinner. Yeah, yeah, but you do it. I see those people making that argument in restaurants all, those, all the time. Yes, you do. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And yes, I, you do. I mean, I mean, you're you do. doing it. Right. I, I just, I didn't realize that, or maybe that's one of those things I must have forgot. Yeah, like, it's a weird line there, but I don't, I don't know, I don't know what the ruling is. Oh, we got to fix that. And it's, it's like, it's just we got to fix that. Difference. That's, that's not you and I, but like the country <laughs> needs okay, to fix right. that. So yesterday was Halloween in Canton. Indeed, it was. And I live downtown. I live in an apartment building, and there's not. I mean, so like people don't mess with my house. Like I never once did I hear my doorbell go off. Not once. But you live in a neighborhood. I do. And I was side. And and uh and I would imagine that you were pretty busy yesterday for the Halloween. It was insane, dude. Uh me and my girlfriend, my girlfriend was very excited about this. Uh, you know, she's from Amish country. So it's not that they didn't go trick-or-treating as kids, but like nobody came to their house because it was like off in the sticks. Like it was, you know, you yeah, she's from to, like the Hidden Valley Ranch commercial. Exactly. So like yeah. this was her first time like handing out candy because you know, in years past we lived in an apartment, nobody came and did it. So she's all excited. She it's everything all set up on the front porch, and she's all like... Well, she was gonna, tweeting about it. Oh, she's like, we're going to get blankets and hot chocolate, and it's going to be the most magical day ever. And then... There's Fantone getting a handy <laughs> underneath the blanket with some kids grabbing Reese's cups. And then the kids from the southwest side come tearing through our neighborhood, oh. dude. And it was... I'm When I say... 
150 trick-or-treaters minimum. At your house? At my house, yeah. And that was within like an hour and 15 minutes. We went out there at probably 2.45 by 4 o'clock. We were out of candy. Everything had been like taken from us. Oh, so it was early? Yeah, 3 to 5. 3 to 5. Which makes sense in the city, dude. I understand in suburbia or, you know, further out, you can have nighttime trick-or-treating. But like there were points yesterday, uh, you know, people driving up and down the streets. And they're those narrow streets that people park on. These kids are running back and forth. Oh, you got cars. Oh, dude, and I'm thinking somebody's going to die. Well, it's Sunday. You got football or people drinking at Browns parties and stuff like that going back and forth. That's probably smart by the cops. Yeah, so three to five felt appropriate to me. And it's got to cut back on some, like, teenage hijinks, too. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure, yeah. Because I can remember being middle school age, probably 11, 12 years old, and trick-or-treating was, like, it's dark. There's a ton of kids everywhere. We can go do whatever the hell we want. Yeah, that like, is true. There's nothing that's going to stop us. That's true. So, like, there's a post that's going viral about that, like, all over the country about, like, teenagers being dressed up going trick-or-treating. And, like, people are like, you know, by the time you're 14, you should probably be done. Like, did you see a lot of that? Did you have a lot of older kids? Um, For the most part, it was kids appropriately aged. But, of course, there were some older ones. Now, you say that. And I don't know because I I wasn't allowed to trick-or-treat as a kid. My parents were religious weirdos, and it was the devil's holiday, and you don't do it. So, like, what is age appropriate for Halloween? To me, it's not so much an age, but like it's a mindset. A mentality. Well, but no, but it's, it's like a Halloween honestly, it's mentality. Probably, it's probably puberty. It's probably that point where it's like you're starting to put <laughs> away like toys and you're starting to look towards adulthood. So like that's probably the age where I feel like is appropriate or not. But as far as yesterday went, and like we did, we had kids come up that were probably 14, 15 years old. Some of them had on like half ass costumes. Some of them didn't even have costumes on. Like it, they just kind of came up. And at that point, it was like, dude. I I, 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 there's, I know there's people out there who are like, no, tell them to get off your porch. Tell them to leave. Tell them to walk away. But to me, it was much more like, all right, I'm sitting here. You're coming up here. Number one, I'm glad you're not out there being a hoodlum. I'm glad you're not out there causing trouble. I'm glad you're not out there, you know, committing misdemeanors. And sure. It was, it, I felt like it was a decent opportunity for me to say, like, hey, make good decisions tonight. Like, if you want some of this candy, like, hey, behave yourself tonight. Stay out of trouble tonight. And some of the kids would be like, yeah, I'll try. And I'd be like, well, at least stay out of my yard when you're, when you're, when you're being bad. Fair. You know what I mean? So it, that was kind of my thought was like, this is an opportunity. Instead of being a, 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 a dick to a 14-year-old, I can kind of say like, hey, behave yourself out there. Be decent. Hmm. I was, I was just curious because I didn't know what the cutoff is. It seems to me like... If you can drive, you're too old to trick or treat, oh, in my mind. Yeah, sixteen's definitely the cutoff for me. Yeah, sixteen's too old. I mean, if you do it, if you're fourteen, if you're in high school, that's too old for me. But like I said, and a part of me, and I thought this yesterday too, is I was like, dude. I know this neighborhood, and I know these kids, and I bet you for a decent amount of these kids, this is going to be, like, their biggest, like, rush of calories in the next month. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is going to be, like, food. That's terrible. Right, exactly. And then there's part of me that's like, dude, you're probably handing out, like, apples or something because these kids don't have any food. But there was, you know, you could tell just by, like, you know, how these kids acted, how they dressed, and, like, it was like, well, dude, if if a Snickers bar is going to get you across the, the finish line for tomorrow, you can have it. Go ahead, bro. So let me ask you the question. Yeah. Where's my effing candy? <laughs> Dude, gone. I'm you, telling you. You were passing out candy all day yesterday. I, I took it all. I can't believe you didn't say, didn't turn to the wife yesterday and say, wait a minute. You know tomorrow morning I got to go in there with the biggest teenager in all of Stark County. He's going to be pissed when I don't have the cups. Where are the cups? You know, dude, I think our boss has a like a, like a like, like a kettle full of like uh, peanut butter cups. Well, I, actually, it was full on Friday. I'm sure it's not full anymore. But I want some peanut butter cups, man. It's like the best candy ever. Actually, we'll rank those tomorrow.
best Halloween candy of all time. Tomorrow actually being Halloween. Now I guess Canton South's doing their their trick or treating tonight because I'm supposed to hang out with my buddy. He's like, well, I got to take my kids out, and then after that we'll do. Some- yeah, I got to take care of my kids, and then I can hang out with you, Sansbury. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So apparently they're doing theirs tomorrow uh, tonight. I actually saw uh, this the other day too, where uh, I think it was local. Where a bunch of kids were like sitting out and protesting because they wanted their Halloween to be longer. Yeah, they, I think they cut off a half an hour of trick or treat time somewhere. And those kids were like, "We're not having it. We're taking it to the streets." How you got to do it? Well, you know, Halloween lives matter. You know what I mean? It does. I got horrible news. Horrible news for weed smokers. Turns out marijuana not as safe as we thought anymore. We'll give you that next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come true. Canton's was Welcome back to the Sands Red Show, Rock 106.9. Your next opportunity to win $8,000 happens at 710 this morning. We'll give you your next keyword also. I'm excited about this because I'm a huge fan. Coming up at 930, you get beat the box office tickets for the Foo Fighters. They're playing July 25th at Blossom. Tickets don't go on sale until this Friday, 10 a.m. You'll get them early. You'll beat the box office with the Sands version. I like it. I mean, it, you know, obviously I don't have a lineup in front of me, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's going to be one of the best shows of the summer of 2018, like, no doubt. Uh, no it'll doubt. it'll be one of my favorite things that hits Blossom just because I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I don't see how it's not one of the best events of the summer, and you'll be in there. Beat the box office. BTBO is what we call it in the industry here. Is that right? Yeah, yeah BTBO. That's what it says in the email. All right, well, I went out of the industry then. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I felt... I felt queer's hand beat the box office. Oh my god, he said queer! Which means odd, by the way. So, settle down. So, we have been huge proponents of legalizing marijuana in this country. And I believe that I have a story right here that proves once and for all, we should legalize marijuana. Okay. Now, one of the arguments you'll hear pot smokers say is, Comes from the ground, man. A bag it be, man. And that's one of their arguments. And I would agree that a plant-based drug is probably safer for you than chemical drugs. Ultimately. Yeah, I see I see the logic there, especially. But if we're talking about like drugs in general, like I do like the idea of like, you know, testing and research being done on drugs where it's like weed, it's just like, yeah, hey, don't worry about it. It's a plant. There's nothing gonna be wrong with it. It's like, well, maybe there could be something wrong with it, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But this is one of the reasons why I'd like to see weed legalize and be able to purchase it at legal places, because I think we could avoid things like what we're about to talk to you about. Okay. Which is the deadly drug that's killing people in this heroin epidemic is fentanyl. Like, that's the thing that's really killing everybody. It's what what they're cutting it with, right? It's hard to believe that heroin isn't the main culprit in this story. But it's not. It's no longer. I think, like, a a over half of overdoses that have happened within, like, Stark County have been fentanyl-related, not just strictly heroin. And that's the thing is, you know as a heroin user what you're getting yourself into, but you don't really because you don't know how it was cut. You don't know what else has been involved in in the process of making it. So you think you're buying, like, oh, dude, it's going to be pretty pure product and it's anything but china white is what they used to call it back in the day uh, right and i mean that's i mean and i know there's users listening right now which is why like dude first batch out like that first run you get you know or you should know like don't do it by yourself don't blast it all off at once don't like don't overindulge because you don't know what you're getting yourself into well out of milwaukee now dea officials are saying drug traffickers are now putting fentanyl in their marijuana to heighten the high of it 
Fentanyl is showing up in marijuana and threatening lives, according to the Drug Enforcement Administration. They confirmed to the Milwaukee affiliate WISN-TV this was on Wednesday. He says here, you're probably uh, talking about people who are not experienced, who have not built up a tolerance to opioids, being introduced to fentanyl, a very powerful opioid. That was Bob Bell, DA assistant special agent in charge. Yeah, as as somebody as a recreational marijuana smoker, if that's where your drug use ends, and all of a sudden fentanyl gets rushed into your system, dude, that's going to be. You're not o- asking for that, right? No, well, and that's going to be an OD for sure. Even like the slightest little amount in there, that is going to turn into. We've seen it with cops; they get it right. on their hands, and next thing you know, right. they got to really they got to be rushed to the hospital and stuff. They say the uh, the DEA says this can be immediately lights out. Now, I would agree. Now, marijuana primarily is is used by lighting it. I wasn't aware that you'd be able to light through those drugs and like burn through. I didn't know. I don't know about yeah, fentanyl on that level. Like, I don't know that. But I know, like, back in the day, people would put cocaine in marijuana. Yeah, pretty much anything smokable, right? If you get it hot enough. I would think. Yeah, I, I would right? imagine. Well, obviously. I mean, they're doing it. Drug traffickers use fentanyl to make their product more competitive. It will give you a better high, according to the DEA, which I feel guilty saying that. I don't want people searching it out. Oh, my God, it's better. I don't want people searching it out. The DEA has said, uh, Fantone, that two milligrams of fentanyl is enough to kill most people if found in marijuana. That's, I mean, such a minuscule amount. That's a yeah, little amount. Yeah, I mean, that's... Like, you could buy a bag of weed, have two milligrams in it, and wouldn't know it, right? I would have absolutely zero clue. I would think so. I mean, they're milligrams. It's two milligrams, and if you're buying a bag of weed, it's probably going to be at least three and a half grams in, of weed in there. So it's two milligrams in three and a half grams minimum. And if you're buying like a substantial amount of weed, obviously you go up the up the ladder there. Bell said drug traffickers can lace drugs with powder in a simple way, or put the fentanyl in a liquid solution and apply it to the marijuana. That's probably going to be more likely, I would imagine. Bell said it can be mixed in real gross, non pharmaceutical way. Right now, the effects of fentanyl in the Milwaukee area and the state of Wisconsin are devastating. And again, welcome to Ohio, where it's devastating here as well. I think right. we're leading the country in this stuff. Yeah. The Milwaukee County Medical Examiner said they, can, uh, they can't directly correlate fentanyl being in marijuana in the county. They do confirm, however, that fentanyl has shown up in the bloodstream along with elements of marijuana in overdose victims. So they think that there's some overlap here. And this is one of the reasons... Well, I mean, dude, if you're taking other drugs, it's going to be in your system too. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is Are we sure these people aren't doing heroin and... And, and then and smoking a joint. And then smoking weed, too. Because I, if you're doing one, you're probably doing both. Right? I, yeah. I mean, at least down the ladder, not necessarily up the ladder. With drugs, yeah. I, right. I think it's pr- probably pretty safe to say that, you, yes, you work down the ladder versus up. I, though, it won't be long before this becomes the standard, though. And it has me worried. Honestly, again, as a sometimes recreational user of the product, it does have me a little worried because that's not what I want. And I'm a grown-up for Christ's sakes. And so now, I, dude, I want grown-up things. And I want to be able to go to a store and I want to be able to do this. I'm tired of this. Like, if you, this is why legalization is all good. Because we make all the money. I've, I've said it a thousand times. People are already being sent back the money in Colorado. They've, they've already sent back some of the tax money they've taken to, to the taxpayers. It helps all that. And now people won't die. Like, yeah. get over this marijuana fear. Get over it. The regulation aspect of it, like, at least then somebody's held accountable. I mean, if you buy a bag of weed and it has fentanyl in it and you overdose and die, I mean, maybe the police find out who your dealer was and there's something there. But if you're buying it from a distributor, if you're buying it from a store, there's some level of regulation there's there. There's accountability. Right. I want accountability, and I also want tax breaks, and I also want jobs, and I want all these things that all these presidents always tell us that they're going to give us, and marijuana is the thing that will give it to us. And don't get me wrong, dangerous drugs have existed forever, 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 but I will say that I am so grateful that I'm older now than I was 
15 years ago. If I was if I was 20 coming now, into right, and coming into like drugs and that right. part, and that party phase of life you're and right. that experimental phase of life, I'm so glad I'm I'm older now. When I was in high school, we heard of heroin. I'm not sure I ever saw it in high school. You're right about that. Now, here now heroin had a huge epidemic in the late 70s because you know, soldiers were coming back from Vietnam and they got hooked on it overseas and it had but it was like not to be like, well, it was only New York City, but like, I mean, it was like major cities oh, yeah. where now it's like literally in small towns. I mean, pills have definitely done that. There's absolutely no doubt about that. I want marijuana legalized so this doesn't happen. It's You guys got to get over your fear of it. I would just think the greed alone would have had America signing off. But for some reason, we can't give up the, the, the heretic like language we've been taught about this. I just I can't believe that. All right, we'll get into rivalry week. Tigers, you're going to get your little pat on the back for winning the game on Saturday. We'll get into that next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Your opportunity at $1,000 happens just a few minutes from right now. We'll give you your next keyword. You'll score 1000 bucks. Also, coming up at 9.30, tickets for the Foo Fighters. That show's July 25th at Blossom. Tickets don't go on sale until this Friday, 10 a.m. We'll get you hooked up a little early. I don't know which prize I'd want to win there, dude. Maybe both. <sighs> the grand, because I could buy Foo Fighters yeah. tickets and then have some money left over to drink that night. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably go that way. But Foo Fighters are damn good, man. They're no. a really good live band. If you win Foo Fighters tickets, you should not be complaining. Like, son of a bitch, all I want was these Foo Fighters tickets. Stansberry Show sucks. I remember I saw the Foo Fighters at Blossom once, and it was the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Foo Fighters. Okay. And it was, that's a damn good lineup. What is right? that? The iHeartRadio Rock Music <laughs> Festival lineup? Keyword? Yeah, that was, dude, yeah Blossom was a little early. Okay. And uh, my buddies and I actually were off to the left-hand side in the woods doing things you shouldn't do at Blossom. And my buddy found a wallet out there. It had 300 bucks in it. Jeez. And so next thing you know, we were hammered. Jeez. Yeah, I feel guilty telling that story now. But that was back in the day before you could, like, tweet things and, like, tell people. You know what I mean? It was, like, it was before all that. Back before morals existed. Yeah. Well, whatever. If Twitter didn't exist, who cares, man? Nobody's going to judge us. I don't know. I don't even know. Did we have cell phones? We might not even have those. I don't know. But that was a good show. It was a good time. Not for the dude that lost that wallet. No, not at all. Terrible. So, dude, if you lost your wallet back in the day, oh, I'm not giving you the money, but (laughs) there there you go. So, over the weekend, Saturday, McKinley faced off with uh, Maslin, as they do every year. It's the biggest high school football game in the country, I'm told. 128th meeting of the two teams. Is that right? That's what I I kept hearing. And it was freezing cold, rain. It was like football weather. And I had said on Friday that I wanted McKinley to, like, whoop some ass. I didn't predict it. People were all on me Saturday. Oh, my God, what happened? Blowout. Yeah, you think you know everything? Know it all? And I was like, reminding you, it was not a prediction. It was a wish. I wanted McKinley to kick some ass, but they did not. They lost the game. And I tweeted this out, and I can't, like, I've been asked. And I'll say asked. I have not been directed, but I've been asked. You know what? Let's not go all the way into that. And I said, okay, that's, that's fine. Somebody close... To the Tigers program was unhappy with me and chose to ex- express his distaste and displeasure with the program the way most people do. Yank that dude off the radio. And so I took that personally. I took it very personally. As if, if anybody came to where you worked or talked to people you work with, 
and had said that, you would you would be like, well, what the hell's going on with that? I don't I don't like that. And that's it. That's all. My problem isn't with the city of Massillon, and I love you guys. My problem isn't with Tigers football. I fine, whatever. I'll be honest with you. That's I, I said it to open the show this morning. If you want to knock this program, that's a fair knock about the fact that I don't care about that game probably as much as I should. And that's how you know I'm telling you the truth about everything else, because I'll tell you that. I'll risk losing some of you who are like, what do you mean? You don't care about that? No wonder I hate you. Because that's how some of you are going to feel about that. But I'll be honest with you. I don't care about that game as much as you do, maybe. I didn't go to one of those schools. I'm newer to the area. I understand that it matters. I get that it's a big deal. I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying it's not a big deal. I'm saying I'm probably not as invested in it as some of you would wish that I am. That's fair. Right? Yeah, I mean, at the the end of the day, uh, when you combine the two cities... Probably well, well up over a hundred thousand people at that point. Right. Oh yeah, um, easily. And I don't know. It's probably ten thousand people there at that game. I mean, at least from viewing from television, I was not there. Um, but I did watch the whole thing on. So TV. you watch it on TV? Yeah. And um, so it's not like you know. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure when it's at its peak, when both teams are at the cream of the crop, best that they've ever been. I'm sure. I'm sure it's something. But like, no, dude. I think most people are probably in the middle there where it's like, yeah, I'll check the score, but I'm not necessarily going to go tailgate beforehand, so I don't think you're in the, the minority there. Um, it, it was a great football game. I hope both those teams are proud of what they did out there. I didn't see it. It sucked, dude, in the sense of McKinley had like a potential to win at the game on a kick, and it was like a 43-yard kick, and I can't remember. Sam Snyder's the kicker. And this kid, is this a field goal we're talking? Yep. Okay. Yep. This kid. This kid's got. He's got the leg for it. I mean, he's he's done it for forty three yards. A high school kid, really? Well, yep. So, wow, that's a big kick. So, so he gets out there, gives it the boot, and I'm like, oh, it's going in, it's going in. Sure. Oh, just left, dude. Just uh, left. Oh, that's probably had, wind, right? Had the distance, had everything it needed. It was a sloppy game. There was rain. Yeah, both I mean, teams, it was rainy. Both teams were heavily penalized. You could see multiple points where it was like, guys, you you had your opportunity there. Was so you watched the entire game? Yeah, I watched. The entire is there game. is there a way for McKinley fans to walk away from that going they got screwed? Like how a lot of people do when they lose? Was oh, there no. any like were there no. were, were there like questionable calls? I don't think there was any botched decisions. I don't think there was anything like that. Okay, I'm just curious. I, think, I didn't see it. I think Maslin just had the better game. They had more points when it mattered, and that's kind of what you're going for. I was surprised when I saw it, just because leading up to the game, the weeks leading up to it, everybody kept telling me, well, McKinley's a better team. They've been better this year. I mean, and and for the most part, they had. I mean, Maslin had lost three games. McKinley, I think, had only lost one. This is their second loss of the year. Yeah, this is... They just lost to Perry, though, so on back-to-back weeks, I think it was tough for them. Um, But at this point, there's plenty of things to be celebrated in Sark County football. You've got McKinley, you've got Maslin, you've got Perry, you've got Jackson, um, all going to the playoffs. I think there's 13 like local teams. I know Fairless is going, New Philly's going. So, it, it, I, I know God, it's almost was, like if you're the team that's not going, like what's the matter with you? McKinley fans probably right now just dragging their head through the dirt and just feeling like crap. But dude, the, the second season starts now, so plenty to be optimistic about, guys. Even though McKinley's got to play St. Ed's, Oof. Yeah, tough one right there. Yeah, people were all on me. As a matter of fact, Saturday night I was working. Mushroom head. And up to the bar comes people wearing masks. And so I didn't know who it was. And all I hear is, Stansberry, give me a TIG! I'm like, oh, Christ. Christ. Again, it was not a prediction. It was a wish. It was a wish. Somebody, somebody, I felt, and this word's way too far, but for the, for the lack of a better word, had it like attacked me. 
And I felt I felt like, well, that's not okay. I don't like that. And so I made a wish, not a prediction. That's all. So, Maslow, I'm very happy for you. Celebrate your win. You should be proud of that. You should absolutely be proud of that. And I have no issue with it. I don't feel as if, like it's... I didn't put myself out there with a prediction, so I don't feel like I did anything. Like, I don't feel like I have to walk anything back, is what I'm basically saying. <laughs> I think it's okay to make a wrong prediction when it comes well, to Well, that's true, too. Right. I mean, like, dude, I'm in the live opinion business. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in the live opinion business. Sooner or later, you're going to get a couple of things wrong. Well, you didn't know the sophomore? Dude, you didn't know what kind of game he was going to have? I have no... I, I, I couldn't... Honestly, like, and this is, again, for a lot of you, will be egregious. I don't know the quarterback of either one of those teams. I don't know the running back of either one of those teams. I don't know the names of any of the big, like, defensive linemen or, like, you know, the linebackers that are really good. I don't know... I just don't know the game. Like, I don't... No, I just don't follow high school football like that. I just don't. I barely follow college football like that. But I'm happy for you. But I let's dial down the hatred towards me because, again, it wasn't a prediction. I was wishing there. Fingers crossed there. Did not get what I was wishing for. Honestly, McKinley, you could probably blame me. Had I not been wishing for it, maybe you would have won. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys blame me. I have tips here, they say, Fantone, on what will make men and women more attractive to the opposite sex. We'll help you guys be more attractive next on The Sandsbury Show. Your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword BANK to 200-200. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Sandsbury Show. Rock 106.9. We'll talk to Scott from winningfornextyear.com at 8 o'clock. I'm pretty excited, actually, about the NFL weekend as uh, I took the Carolina Panthers getting two points on the road against Tampa Bay. Bet that game big. And despite Cam Newton being an average at best quarterback, average at best quarterback, they won the game. He did not play all that great, but they did win the game. I felt like they would. Took the two points, bet it big, won some money. Pretty excited about that. We'll talk to Scott about some sports. This World Series has been a roller coaster. That's been interesting. Uh, The Browns were in London. That was not so interesting. I tweeted this out yesterday. Your boy Josh McCown at one point yesterday was 14 for 18, 122 yards and two touchdowns. End of the day at 257 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks. I'd never understood rushing that guy out of here. I never got that. I, I don't think he's a franchise quarterback. I don't think he's one of those guys that you put on, you know, is it's like top tier, but I never understood rushing that guy out of here. I did not get that. Um a testament to how bad the Browns are is you look at Josh McCown. Right, you look as at like mediocre the old days. You look at like mediocre things and like, oh yeah, two touchdowns, no picks, which is don't get me wrong, a decent day, but like not like lighting the world on no, fire. No, you're not lighting the world on fire, but I think if you if if you're Deshaun Kaiser I think Josh McCown, you could do worse for a guy to, like, shepherd a rookie into the league. Um, there were points of the game yesterday. I was watching me and my girlfriend, and number one, dude, boy, oh, boy, it was 930 great. I wish, I wish, why doesn't the NFL pick one game every week and do a 930 start time? It makes all the sense in the world to me, but. I miss West Coast football times, dude. It's awesome living out there because you get that every week. But just like the Browns, like, getting first downs and being ahead in the first half, my girlfriend was like, they're doing pretty good. And I'm like, no, they're, no, not. they're not. Like that doesn't like like having no, a one point lead in the second quarter does not translate into like, oh, pretty good here. I'll tell you who I do like on the Browns roster right now is that body Calhoun kid, I think is probably gonna be pretty good. Like it, there's something about that kid I like. So we'll talk to Scott at eight o'clock, get his take on the Browns at eight o'clock this morning. 
Uh, also, at 810, we'll also get you hooked up with $1,000, and 930, we'll pass out those Foo Fighters tickets. So I read this article about how to be more attractive. Now, they say this is for men, but I think, honestly, women can take a lot from this list, too. Okay. Now, some of these things here are pretty standard. Like, be more confident. Confident will make you sexier, for sure. If you look like somebody that's like, oh, my God, I shouldn't be here, and I'm afraid of myself, and I don't like this, nobody wants that person. Yeah, confidence is, like, the base of everything. You Gotta can... be careful with it, though, because you can be overconfident oh, and, yeah. be, and be a total tool. But without it, you've got no chance. It doesn't matter what you do from that point forward. It's going to be a very, very uphill battle for people to find you attractive. Just because, like, if you don't feel good about yourself, why would anybody else feel, like, positive towards you? Like, why would anybody else buy into that? All, yeah, it makes all the sense in the world. They say here, um, always dress a little bit better than what the situation requires. They say don't over or underdress, but just a little bit better than what it requires. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, uh, for the most part, most, you know, situations in life, you're going to be okay overdressed. I mean, you don't want to show up, like, in a suit to go, like, you know... Surfing. I, right, 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 right. But, yes, most times you can do overdo it a little bit there. They also say here, and you are a big proponent of this, that always, always use deodorant. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I think everyone should be a big proponent of Fantone's that. Fantone's always telling people, put the deodorant on, and I would agree. They also say here, Fantone, that, that men, particularly, obviously, should find a cologne that suits you. They say splurge on this item if you can, actually. And they say, use it daily. People will start to associate this smell with you. Yeah, I'm not a cologne person myself, but I understand why that would be a thing. Like, I get that. I am. I like cologne. Okay. I don't. I currently I don't own any. I, to, to me, cologne has always been this. Well, your girlfriend will buy it for you for Christmas. Or she'll buy it for you for your birthday, oh, and then no, when you don't have a girlfriend, and then when it's that, yeah, when it's on the dresser, then I'll use it. But like it to me, it does feel like, and they say actually splurge on this. This it feels extravagant to buy to me because it could be pricey, especially nowadays. And like, I mean, I know there's some people I don't who go many places anymore. Some people are going to be like scoff at the idea, but like. As long as you don't overdo it with body sprays, those can be just as acceptable. I know it's like, oh, dude, what are you, some sort of a bro or something? Like, don't douse yourself with, like, a can of Axe. But if you, like, yourself, like, you can smell better. I'll be honest with you. I I think it's hereditary. I can be a little guilty sometimes if I have cologne of maybe, like, an overlayer. My dad was the worst. Really? Like, my dad had, like, apparently his nose wasn't strong or something because, dude, he was just liberally applying that. That's that's, that's kind of funny because my dad was not a cologne wearer at all, and now I'm like, man, no, as long as I smell clean. Maybe it's learned behavior. Maybe it's one of those things. They say also eliminate bad breath. This is going to help you be better looking. And again, I feel like this is true of both men and women. They say it in addition to flossing and brushing daily, that to be sure that you're scraping your tongue. And they say if you can look in the mirror and you have white discoloration on your tongue, you most likely have bad breath, brush it off. Yeah, um, they sell tongue scrapers. Those things are great. I would recommend that if, if you're having that issue, it definitely helps. Um, and I think also something that people don't notice, people don't notice their bad breath. Like halitosis, it's one of those things that you go nose blind to. Um, I'll get them sometimes, and they are like one of the leading causes of bad breath is tonsil stones. If you have your yeah. tonsils still and you'll see like little white bumps on it, you're not necessarily st- sick. All that is is like b- bacteria yeah. and like halfway digested food, like collecting on the back of your throat. And gargle. If, if you don't gargle, if you don't like take yeah. care of those, like that is going to lead to stinky ass. Breath. That's why I love. Dude, I have uh, I have Crest Complete mouthwash, and I love that stuff. Honestly, they've taken all the Deep burn there, out right? of it now, and it like it actually tastes good. It's like I love that stuff. They say now this is honestly I would be guilty of this. Okay, this is a way. These are ways to be more attractive, and I probably don't do this well enough. 
They say wash your the clothes you wear to bed. Like most people have, like those those are the shorts I wear to sleep. Right. Like they say wash those once a month. The more frequently you do it, the better. They say do it on a high ass temperature to make sure you're killing bacteria. Yeah, I I don't I don't have like pajamas though. Like I mean, either I sleep in like the underwear I was wearing that day, or I sleep naked. So I can sleep in the underwear I was wearing that day, and sometimes I will. And then of course, yeah, you throw those in, in yeah. the laundry and take them. But I do have a pair of gray basketball shorts that I will not wear anywhere else but to bed. Okay, and I'm not always I'm not sure those always make it into the laundry. Um, yeah, especially, I mean, like, especially if you're bringing somebody into that bedroom, then yeah, you want to make sure everything you're wearing or everything that's around is at least decent smelling. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. So like, yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get those things washed up today. Not a bad idea. They say here for men to have at least one pair of classic, elegant Oxford dress shoes. Black are the most versatile. Now, of course I would agree with that. That you should probably have a nice pair of black dress shoes. Yeah, and I mean, it goes back to what you said about how overdressing is probably the way to go in most situations. A little bit overdressed. Um, guys get into this weird predicament, though, where it's like you either have clothes that are really nice or you have clothes that are just like kind of like, you know, your work Not clothes. Not so great, right? Or, yeah. or, right. Finding that happy medium of like something you feel confident in, look good in, but still at the same time isn't uncomfortable. That's a challenge for most dudes. I uh, They say here for men to, you know, they say... Put some effort into your clothing, and they say take one of your most honest and blunt friends to the store to go shopping with you. Because then you think something looks good, but then your honest friend will be like, eh, that's really not the best. And I have always used this, like now with a camera phone, it's easier. Like I used to take girls that I knew who I was friends with to the mall and go shopping with me. And because I feel like, well, dude, if they think it looks good, then other women I might try to take home may think it looked good. And now with just camera phones, I just take pictures and I send them to all my stylish friends. I'm like, hey, should I buy this? And it's either yes or no. Well, and I think for most guys, as we're not the most fashion forward, it's not like you're necessarily trying to like set new highs when it comes to like your style um know what you look good in know your strengths know like what classically looks good on you and like most things for men are pretty timeless it's not like we get a new wardrobe every two years it's not like we get like these new like oh my gosh you have to have this style of pants it's like no dude know that you look good in this cut of pants so when you go to the store you can say like yo the docker is you know 537s or whatever the hell right. they are you know what you look good in and then you can kind of build from there they say this is our these are ways to be more attractive and I would agree with this one. And it doesn't really have anything to do with your appearance, but this will make you more attractive to the opposite sex. And it's read at least one book a month. Oh, good luck on that. I mean, good luck on convincing America. Of right. That. No, That's yeah, great. I agree with that. I uh, Actually, I kind of... I can like I can't think of a book I want to read right now. If somebody's got like a good book suggestion for me, I would actually I would I, there's I, I would like to read another. I haven't read a book in a while. Um, I uh, I actually have been. I've been I've been. It's been my goal recently. Like, dude, you can read a book a month. You have all the time in the world. So I've been going to the Stark County Public Library. I could uh, I could put together a little list, maybe a little uh, Liv- Stansberry Reading Circle, a little Oprah Book Club, a little bit of. Stansberry. No, I would like that honestly. Uh, my friend Lena right now is actually reading a book uh, called Rock Stars Do the Dumbest Things. I I, I think is what it calls or might actually use a swear word in there and she swears that's really good and she's like you you won't believe all like these rock stars that you like and all the awful things that they've done in their life they say exercising two days a week an hour a day 
will make you that much better looking. I think that the workout aspect, yes, you being more physically fit is going to make you look better, but more than anything, that's confidence. That's like, I feel good about myself. Oh, I yeah. feel like I'm doing something. Yeah, yeah, working out will definitely make you more confident. They also say take, you know, they, they suggested every man have a pair of black shoes, nice black Oxford shoes. They say take proper care of your shoes. Now, this I don't do. They say shoe maintenance keeps those shoes alive and saves you money. And, uh, you know, so when you buy high, you know higher quality shoes, they say clean and polish your shoes every single week. I'll be honest with you. I don't do that. That's if you're wearing those shoes every single week. You know what I mean? If they're right. sitting, in the, sitting in the back of your closet. I mean, like, I'm wearing tennis right, shoes every day. Right. Work. Now, that. the number one thing they said for men to be more attractive to the opposite sex, and I honestly, if, if you're a woman listening, you probably will have an answer for this that I just don't. Okay. And I would like a recommendation from the female audience. They say wear a face cream with UVA slash UVB protection, at least SPF 15 every day to prevent wrinkles. It won't stop you from tanning and it'll keep you looking young. Now, I've never used moisturizers or things like that. And I think you can tell. And so, like, I, that's why I'm asking, like, if women have a suggestion here of, like, what a good moisturizer or a face cream for a man is, I feel. Very dainty right now. I feel very dainty right now. But I would like to know what that is because, again, I think that that's probably something as I'm aging now that I should probably be getting on. Dude, you're six years out from 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 cigarettes and hookers. Like, what do you care about your face cream for? Dude? I am nine years, nine years out. I am nine years out. But I like your math better because I get cigarettes. <laughs> God, I want cigarettes so bad, man. I miss. It's been almost five years. I miss those things terribly. So it turns out, Fantone, toilet paper, not doing its job. We'll explain next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come true. Canvas 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Online for you at WRQK.com. If you missed anything from last week, podcast it right there. That seems to be uh, pretty popular with you guys lately. Actually, you know what? I want to thank the audience for that. Our podcast numbers have been very, very good from what management tells me. I don't know what they are or anything. No. Um, but th- they told me last week that said, hey, man, your podcast is getting pretty damn popular. So I appreciate that, guys. Thanks, guys. Before the break, I was, uh, you know, we were talking about uh, the ways to be more attractive. And one of the ways was is like men should be using like, you know, facial creams and stuff moisturizers okay and i asked i was like dude just i need a woman to tell me about these things because i don't know about them and sherry cooper todd did just that she actually sent me a link and uh apparently it's called dramatically different and it's dermatologists have developed this i'm sure four out of five of them all say that this is what you should use also on the books we were uh we were talking about books and people tell me that the dark tower series lone wolf 65 8 told me uh dark tower series by king says, if you're looking for fiction books. Now, I'll be honest with you. When I read, um, if it's not for work, I like to read things and walk away with... Uh, fiction's not really the best. Uh, dude, if I, fiction for me, that's TV. If I'm going to read something, I'd rather read like a biography, uh, maybe an autobiography, things like that. Um, you know, history is uh, something that interests me. Like, I'll read about that. I'm not a big fiction reader. Are you? Um, no, I'm, I'm not a fiction reader per se. Right now, I'm reading um, The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell. I read it when I was younger, and then I was like, eh, dude, you should go back and read that again. You enjoyed it. You'd probably look at it differently as an adult. Um, but it, the thing with like reading is, and even like talking, the words coming out of my mouth as we speak, I just feel like you sound so pretentious you once you start talking books. Like, you, you sound like such a, I'm reading, which is ridiculous, dude. I mean, that really is that at this point in our lives, it's like reading know, makes man. you a pansy. Right. Right. Like, what am I going to get shoved in a locker? <laughs> right. But, I, uh, while I was out of work, I had a goal to read a hundred books while I was out of work that year. 
And I, I didn't get that close. I think it was like 55 books or something I read. And it was like, it was a lot. Like I was reading constantly. Um, and I'll be honest with you. Reading's not easy for me. Like it's, I, I, I feel like I got to be like, all right, now read. But you're right. Every post I made, one of the books, actually, a couple of the books I read during that, I read The Glass Castle, which was like this book. of It was a true story about this girl's life. Her, both of her parents were addicts. And it was like, dude, the book starts with her dad rolling the window down of the car, taking the family pet by the neck and whips it out Yeesh. on the freeway. That's how the book starts. And then, then it gets worse from there. Like that book, they, Woody Harrelson was just in the movie. Actually, I want to see that movie because I know I'm going to cry my eye. I, dude, I cried reading that book the whole way through like she was just dude, that girl's story is so sad it is so sad uh, but uh, that was like that was a book i really really liked but you're right every time i posted about reading books that year people were like jesus dude we oh, get nerd. it you read nerd it's like well you're reading facebook and uh, right but but that's the thing is like when you post something like that it's just like if you post something about doing something nice where people are like oh well you're looking for a pat on the back or you're looking for like some sort of well like, i look at it like maybe i'm trying to inspire other people I guess, but I mean, other people are going to read that as like. Yeah, well, other people suck. Right, well, that's true. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, what I mean, like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like other people aren't the best. So I have, I have here a story. I, I, I wish we didn't have to do, and I guess maybe we don't have to do it. But experts are warning now that toilet paper Fantone does very little to remove feces from the area. Okay. They say here that the United States is w- one of the very few countries. That has not improved its sanitation when wiping the butt. Yeah, I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm sure the introduction of toilet paper was a game changer, and everyone's like, damn, dude, it's soft, it's nice, but we really haven't, I mean, not to Costanza, but we really haven't stepped our game up. It's just still taking paper and wiping our butts with it. I was going to say, that's that, that's where that comes from, right? Where, where they were like, this product hasn't been improved since its inception. Well, but at least, I mean, and, and the point in the, well, the, the two-ply was that, was the two-ply and it's softer and all these different things, but at its core, it still is the exact same thing that we've been doing since day one. I mean, just a little bit softer there. I wonder when toilet paper got invented. I know originally they used like kind of whatever they could find. Like using leaves wasn't unheard of. I know like um, uh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like when did we get out of when leaves was, uh, in, into, into into like Charmin? Into when did Charmin? that happen? I don't, I don't know. I would assume sometime within the last hundred years. I though. was born in the wrong time. Right. I really deserve. I should have been born here. No, you shouldn't have. Yeah, but it was so much different in Civil War times. Yeah, you would have had to have wiped your wipe your butt like with with, with the musket. You found. Right, right. They say countries like Japan, Italy, and Greece all use bidets now. If you don't know what a bidet is, a bidet is a fountain of water and it, well, it cleanses the area. It does. Now, I have not used a bidet as an adult. Once upon a time, and I guess I was an adult, but I was still a kid. Like, I, I was in a hotel with a girlfriend of mine and they had one. And so we obviously used it because we yeah. were young and stupid. Uh, I think it was after prom is, right. or something. And I was like, what the hell is that? I'm surprised the hotel had a bidet in it. And like, what was that? Probably 1989 or something like that? And then 1994? Right around there. 92, 93. And so like I, like I had used the thing. I was like, all right, well, you know, whatever. But to me, I've always felt like... And again, I haven't used one as an adult, but I always felt like, is the bidet really cleaning thing? Because it just kind of like gets... I mean, yeah, but what's least, the pressure like in those? But it, but I mean, at least you're washing away like the fecal matter, where it's like if you're wiping, all you're doing is it's spreading. Wh- right, you're leaving it there. Or like now, should I be blotting 
Um, Ver- like how, like the, how they say, like, wh- like when you get out of the shower, they say, don't wipe the towel down your arm. You blot. I mean, I think if you're, if you're blotting, that's going to be quite the blot job you're going to have to do there. I think there's going to have to be some wiping. I think probably the best way to do it. Quite the blot job. Well, I mean, dude, if you're just, if you're just trying to dab it. I love you, dude. To, like just trying to, but if, 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 if you're really thinking about it, I, I like the, I like the wipes. I know they're bad for the environment. I know oh, I love those. There's, there's, you can use like. What is it? I think it's like witch hazel like extract or something, and you can just get it from Walmart, pop it on your toilet paper, and then you're not using those wipes that are going to clog up your your. System. I don't know about that product. It, it's it's I, I I'll look it up on the internet, but it's some sort of just like cleansing, like you know, a gentle cleanser, and you can you know if you use like the Charmin wipes, they're always saying like, well, that's going to mess up your plumbing. That's going to do it's going to clog. Well, they, up it everything. says right on the package, don't flush these down the toilet. Right, the toilet paper is designed to fall apart. So Yet I don't own my house, so I do it anyway. <laughs> if you use something like that, I, that's probably the way to go. But I have used the bidet as an adult. And have you? Yeah, one of my buddies had one in his house. He was like a plumber. Like, oh, okay, all he right. Was, so he had a urinal and a bidet in his house. Oh, that's amazing. It was balling, it was. But it was, it was, it was like very nice. I mean, not to say I would go over there to crap, but like anytime I was over there, I'd be like, all right, man, I'm going over. Like, okay, I'm, so, I'm use so let me ask you, because I've always thought the bidet, and maybe I'm wrong here, I thought it was wipe, then bidet. Is it bidet only? I, I, there's plenty of places that do bidet only, but you'd have to really give it yourself a thorough cleaning with that. <laughs> oh, dude! Like again, like what do you? What's the? What's the positioning of you over the bidet? A little squat action right there. He so it's one, not a sit situation. Well, you can have you can have them put into your toilet. Like you can have it so that it just shoots right up there while you're still sitting on the toilet, or you can have its own separate like bidet, its own separate thing next to the toilet. That's what that's what I saw. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah, like yeah. pretty high. It was right. like it, it almost looked up. like a drinking fountain. Right, it like shoots up like that, and which I don't suggest. That no, 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 I don't suggest that. But it does. It gives you like a more thorough clean. I mean, like let's be real. Really? I mean, let's be real about like all right. So let's say you get something on your arm. Like let's okay. say we take chocolate syrup and we pour it on your arm. You're just gonna take a paper towel, wipe it off, and be done? No, of course not, because there's still gonna be all that residue and filth. Okay, and I will it. tell you that sometimes poop is the consistency <laughs> of chocolate well, syrup, but it's not it's, always that well, consistency. Whether it is or is not. I mean, even if you took a piece of semi-melted chocolate, which is, you know, the same consistency, you got some on your arm, you're going to have to introduce liquids to clean it truly. Now, maybe I'm wrong here, but, like, there are times where, like, well, you go to the bathroom and one wipe will get it done, right? right. Just kind of like, right. oh, dude, one and done, Metamucil will actually help you with that, right. right? And so I feel like a bidet would clean that. But when you're in the, the six, seven wipe territory... That's that's when it's really get, earning its money, dude. That's when it's really... <laughs> it's, dude, it's earning its contract right there. Is that's when the bidet gets serious because then you're just washing the, the matter out. When you have that much left in, when you, when you have that much left over to wipe, then at that point, you are going to need something else to, to clean it out. They say doctors are, are, are claiming that excessive wiping could also cause health problems such as anal fissures, which I don't know what that is. I don't know what an anal fissure small, is. Small tears. Like, is that what... That yeah, is, like and they say also urinary tract infections uh, can be part of that too. Um, I, 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 dude, yeah, I don't know. Does somebody have a bidet? Like, <laughs> like I, I know it sounds weird, but let me come over and dump out at your house. I want to use this. I'll give you Foo Fighters tickets or something. I don't know. We'll find something to compensate you with. I might have to give you f- four tickets for, for, for that, depending on where I've had lunch that day. But I, I want to try one of these now because I've always felt like I would just be like, well, now it's wet. And now I got to put my underwear back on my wet ass. Some of them have like dryers, like so, like in a mouth. Like I'm telling you, dude, it'll give you like a nice little, like, like a nice little dry, warm air, and just clean the whole thing out there.
Why is something that cleans your ass nicer than my entire apartment? Why is that Why is that a thing? We'll be right back with Scott from WaitingForNextYear.com. Also, another shot at $1,000 happens next on The Stansbury Show. Dan Stansbury and his boy, Wonder Matt Fantone. At last, two heroes. The Stansbury Show. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Momentarily, you will get hooked up with $1,000 with Rock 106.9's bribe. We'll give you your next keyword here momentarily. We do it every Monday at 8. We talk to Scott from winningfornextyear.com. My man, how are you? Doing all right. Uh, despite London and the, the Cavs looking like garbage, I can't I can't complain too much. I'm not going to go real in-depth with you on the Cavs today because I feel like, yeah, I, I knew the road was going to be bumpy. They added a bunch of players to this roster. I didn't expect them to come out of the gate hot. I figured it was going to be a little bit of, like, you know, get to learn the systems and this and that. I feel like by the, the, by the middle of this season, the Cavs are going to look real good. Do you agree? I, I think that, I think they will. Um, I think ideally, though, they look better, and then they just get to implement Isaiah Thomas, and then they just kind of take off from there. So I don't. I they they should be beating these teams. I would agree um, with that. Yes. But yeah, I, I I do I do think we need to wait till you know like after the holidays before we're really analyzing what these guys are up to. For me, it feels like the NBA season starts Christmas Day. That that to me is when when like the NBA season starts for me. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Um, you know, especially with, you know, football will have a way to kind of hand the baton off a little bit so you can allocate, you know, a little more of your fandom. But, I mean, to that, to that point, I mean, all these guys are, you know, again, even LeBron yesterday, and I know we're going down this rabbit hole, you said you didn't want to go down. Yeah. Um, but said, um, you know, it's October. You know, he's not, he's not gonna, he's not gonna worry about what happens in October. He's, they're frustrated. It's, you know, Ty Luce said it was unacceptable. But uh, yeah, to your point, I mean, these guys are are are, are dead focused on on April, May, and June, um, and then you know if if you know you don't want to be limping into that into that spot, but you definitely want to be playing better than they are now. Yeah, this team was built for the end of the season, not the beginning. That's just my opinion on it. But let's move to London now, where the Browns have now started their second season in a row at zero and eight, and. I feel like, you know, I said earlier this morning, I, that body Calhoun kid I feel like is pretty good. Like, I feel like like he's like a bright spot of ours. But what, I mean, what is going on with this team, dude? Like, what is happening? Well, they actually looked pretty decent in the first half. Um, you know, they they had, like, legit football plays, right? Like, right. Where, you, where they looked like a competent football team, which is really where the bar is at this point. Um <laughs> You know, they, they, they utilized the screen. They threw some deep balls. They played good defense. They, again, the, the run defense is, is tremendous. Um, you know, you had, you know, up until really the final drives when Minnesota was just kind of bleeding the clock, they really couldn't get anything in the run game. Uh, but that said, you know, they're, they're wildly inconsistent. They, they, uh, another, 76 yards in penalties, I believe, which yeah. is, you know, unacceptable. A kicker who misses an extra point and a field goal. Which again, if you struggle to get points, you can't have that happen. Um, and then, you know, it just looked like they ran out of gas a little bit, and the, and the talent kind of won out. Um, you know, Minnesota's a good team, great defense, great secondary, um, two solid running backs, multiple um, pass catching options between Rudolph, Thielen, and, and Diggs. Um, and that doesn't even consider their first round draft pick last year in, in Treadwell, right. the wide receiver. Um, you know what I mean? So. You know, so we, we, we talk a lot about Corey Coleman here, you know, because he was a first-round pick last year. You could argue that Minnesota's first-round pick was much worse than, 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 than the Browns, and then some, but somehow, you know, they're still able to put together some competent football, you know. So it's, you know, there's, there's much more to it, and the Browns just don't, just don't have anything going right now. 
As the Browns, you know, took the long plane ride back home over the pond, I'm sure that was a very quiet plane ride. I would hope so at the very least. Um, where do you think this team, and, and, and when we factor in all the things that have happened recently from the, the, the hijinks of Deshaun Kaiser and whether he's, you know, dedicated enough or going out too much or whatever the story is there, Joe Thomas being out, um, Hugh Jackson seems like he's kind of lost, you know, at least some of his confidence. Where do you think this team's psyche is? Like, how do they take this bye week and come back for the second half of the season? Yeah, I can't imagine it's very good, but knowing NFL teams, um, you know, they're, they're probably thinking to themselves, listen, we, we were, we were comp- competitive in the first half. We did it without Jabril Peppers. We did it without uh, uh, Jason McCourty. We did it without Miles Garrett. Um, you know, we, you know we, 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 we stuck with a, a legit playoff contending team for, for a good chunk of the day. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you could take much away from Deshaun Kaiser's performance once again. Um, you know, you have to hope Duke Johnson is okay. But, but again, you just got to you, – you have two weeks to prepare for this next game. And if they come out looking just as they have these last eight, you know, then, then that's, a, that's, a, that's a huge letdown. You know, they have they – have, you know, but just like they had four weeks to prepare for Pittsburgh and you saw the, the game plan they implemented there, they almost won that football game. You know, so hopefully – you know, Hugh can take something out of this and, and try to be be competitive. I know, you know, Jacksonville's coming up. I know, again, the Chargers coming up. There, there's some winnable games here, um, but it's just a matter of putting a full, a full you know, 60-minute performance together. We're talking to Scott from WaitingForNextYear.com. I have time for one more question for you, so I'm just going to ask you for a personal opinion because I think if you fire Hugh Jackson today, honestly, Mike Zimmer probably hires him to be the offensive coordinator in Minnesota. So let me ask you, Scott. You're the GM. Are you firing Hugh Jackson? No, I'm not. Um, okay. Especially right now, um, you know. Now that you don't know what's being said behind closed doors, um, you know, if if Hughes throwing plates, you know, around Berea, you know, that that's a, that's a, it's a different situation. I don't get that he is, but I understand his frustration in trying to win football games with the talent that he's going to bat with. If I'm the front office, I I'm frustrated with the lack of development you're seeing from a lot of these kids. I know you mentioned Body Calhoun, uh, Spencer Drango looked great yesterday, and yeah, he did, and, and stepping in for Joe Thomas. Um, you know, so there's, there's a lot of good takeaways there, uh, you know, from some of these younger kids. You know, again, Nassib, Ogunjobi. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of these younger kids are playing well. They're just not game-changing talents yet. So, you know, you got to it's, – it's tough to really judge all of these kids based on this, you know, based on the outcome. I, I don't believe he's going to be fired, um, especially during the bye week. Uh, I think that would be a big, a big mistake for a team really trying to reset things. Um, you know, I don't think you could really judge him until you give him the quarterback of the future, and that's on the front office to stop passing on these kids like Wentz and Watson and, and get this guy an arm in the, in the high end of the first round, not some speculative ad that, that can be his quarterback to groom and just not some kid that they're hoping pans out to something with more value than where they drafted him. That's exactly how I feel about it, Scott. That's Scott from com, Buddy, I want to thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you again next Monday at 8 a.m. Have a great week. Your next opportunity to score $1,000 with Rock 1069's bribe happens now. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the keyword WIN to 200-200. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 1069. You can stay up to date with everything show-related via iHeartRadio. Linda, as a matter of fact, does that. 
Linda listened, apparently had lived in Canton for 30 years, but moved to South Carolina two years ago. Says, I listen to Rock 106.9 via iHeartRadio. Listen to your show every morning. I never miss it. Thanks, Linda. She's a big fan of it, so we appreciate that. Yeah, people who listen in the car, don't get me wrong. Thank you, guys. I'm glad you're on board. But people who like go back and listen to the podcast or make a specific point to listen to WRQK.com, like you're going out of your way to, to, to be a part of it. It's a different thing cool. than settling for something yeah. that's on the radio on the way to work. You're yeah. right. There, that, that, that is. There is something different about that. I get asked this question a lot on Monday, and so I want to address it for you guys. I don't talk to Scott from runningfornextyear.com about college football because it's not his area of expertise. He's not a college football guy. They have college football yeah. people on staff there, but when I first asked him to come onto the program, he kind of said to me, he's like, look, man, I'm just not a Buckeye guy. Like, I don't know a lot about it. I don't, I don't follow the Buckeyes like that. Like, I'm just, he's more of an NFL guy. So I choose not to go down a you know, a path of questioning with a guest that he might not know to, right. to expose that. What's the point of that? Not right. If, if he, so I normally handle Buckeye football with Munch Fridays at seven because Munch is dyed in the wool of Buckeye. Now Scott is not me. Scott's not a Buckeye hater or anything like no, no, that. No, no, no. He's just not a college football. Like he's a pro right, sports, sports guy. guy right. That's what he is. He waits till guys turn pro and then he kind of watches. But by the way, got to give the Buckeyes a little bit of credit. Gotta give him a lot of credit. And I mean, dude, they—I mean, dude—that game started out was fourteen nothing, I think, right? And then they battled all the way back. That was impressive. Well, and it was three quarters of just them getting absolutely trounced by Manhandle State, and then being able to pull it off in the fourth quarter when it really matters. Um, I hate Ohio State. Despise them. Doesn't matter what happens. Doesn't matter how many games they win. But I'd be—I'd be a fool to not deny the impress or to deny the impressiveness of what happened on Saturday. Yeah, of course, that, that's impressive. Yeah, that was impressive. Yeah, how can it not be? I think the AP poll has them now top three. I think yeah. I think they're number yeah. three. Um, decent amount of college football left. You'll see what happens as the, yeah. as the weeks kind of unfold here. But if the season was over today, they'd be in the, playoff. in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, they'd be in the playoff. And I can't necessarily disagree with that. So something that's kind of breaking right now, and I'm not going to get into a ton of this. Okay. But Paul Manafort has now turned himself in. This is this Mueller Monday thing. Everybody's been hashtagging Robert Mueller now going through like Washington. Apparently this is about the Russia probes and this and that. And everybody's all jumping up and down, which I think is a little twisted. I I get like, dude, if you're not a Trump person, I get it. He has done plenty to make you a not Trump person. I would agree with that. But I want you to understand what you're jumping up and down for is celebrating the fact that the system has been and do the system didn't get corrupt in this last election. Don't fall for that. The system's been corrupt forever, and you're jumping up and down celebrating that right now. If you think about that, it's a little twisted. Um, maybe celebrating the fact that somebody's finally doing something about it. Somebody said that's okay. finally... Now, that would be okay. If that's, if that's what their motivation is, Fantone, I could live with that. Do you... Let's be honest. Is that oh, Facebook's no. motivation? No. Okay. It's, All right. It's ridiculous, and this happens anytime something political happens, whether it's an election or any major political, like, you know, bombshell. Um, all of a sudden, my Facebook feed is just littered with constitutional experts and experts of finance laws when it comes to elections and oh experts. They do. They know everything. Dude, it's so much so that, that the facts aren't even really out about what uh, what Mueller or what um, Paul Manafort's going in for. Uh, but already people are like, nope, he's guilty or nope, he's innocent. And it's like, guys, maybe we should just let stuff happen. 20 minutes ago, you're judging. 20 minutes ago, your Facebook account was all about the fact that you can't function until you have coffee. But, coffee. but now, but now, <laughs> All of a sudden, for the for the plot twist win, oh my god! I don't, I can't even spell my name without coffee. Paul Manafort.
Ford's going to jail, and here's why. <laughs> okay. All right. I got it. Um, I, I guess as we sit here and, you know, as you and I, two logical people who will let things develop throughout the day. No. Um, now, this could be this could be a very big turning point in this investigation because no matter what happens. This isn't the end. Court, it's no, going you know, to leak out, right? This is not the end. This is not the end. No, we'll drag so it out. Either, either this is going to be a big point or this is going to be something like. You know, I don't. I, 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 maybe Paul Manafort did something in the 2012 with like his Russian business ties that have laundered money, or that right. has absolutely nothing to do with sure. the Trump campaign. That's a very distinct possibility. Um, I have my opinions on which way it'll go, but as we sit right now, we what don't is know. your opinion on how it'll go? Um, I think it's pretty clear at this point that there was, at the very least, um, some level of. Cooperation, maybe not collusion, but cooperation between uh, Russian interests and and the Trump campaign. I think that's fair. My but. opinion is is that they were aware that there was an attempt to interfere, and they just kind of went like, "All right, well, if you're going to interfere, we're not going to maybe be glued with you, but we're not necessarily going to expose the fact that maybe that's happening." I personally think that's about where it is. Okay, but maybe I'm naive. That's totally possible. What I don't know about this stuff could fill the Grand Canyon. I'll be honest with well, you. Just, I'm, I'm not. I'm not on Facebook talking about how I'm an expert. Just at check it. your Facebook. You'll have it all figured out by the end of this. I dude. think it's interesting. I, I also think, dude, jumping up and down, celebrating the fact that the that the system's been exposed is awful. Which, by the way, how, how much of this stuff do you think was going on before Twitter, before Facebook, before like everybody was an investigative journalist with their cell phone? There was more of this happening back in the day, not less. More had to have been. I, it's just, I mean, I don't know. I think the jumping up and down celebrating America crumbling just feels very, very strange to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I don't want, no matter who it is, I mean, I don't want... And I didn't vote for the guy. I don't want the president, nor do I want the system being uh, torn down in front of us. No, I, I don't want that. As much as people want to run around and talk about how Trump has embarrassed this nation to the rest of the world, and I guess in certain certain situations, maybe he has. But this is worse. I mean, the, right? I mean, like... But, who's at, but, but what's worse here? Celebrating that, or the one who actually acted and did that? Who? What's worse, celebrating the crime being exposed? Oh no, no, no! no. Yeah, that's worse. Sure. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I will grant you that. I just there's something sick about jumping up and down and celebrating this. I guess maybe. I, I just I don't know. I, I, I it just doesn't sit that well with me. It doesn't. This story coming out of Omaha, Nebraska, Fantone, and I cannot believe somebody was this foolish. All right. Um, and I thought, I not only thought, but I predicted on Friday that we would have to come in here and I would have to tell you about somebody going too far with their Halloween costume and they put blackface on. Of course. Okay? But no, because this is worse. Really? Well, no. all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. You know too. what? Okay. You know what? Let's, uh, let, 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 me, let me not say that. Okay? But it is in bad taste. This is very distasteful and in bad taste. Okay? Several parents are upset after they showed up to what would be a children's event, because welcome to Halloween, at at an Omaha mall, all right? And apparently one of the parents, April Baker, had taken a photo of someone who was outfitted in a black hooded robe and mask, carrying a duffel bag and a long gun with an orange tip on it, to uh, so people knew it was fake. Okay, He was basically had claimed that his costume was a mass shooter costume at a children's event in a mall. That's a little distasteful. Yeah, it's distasteful, but like, I mean, if you... Insensitive is another word people are using. If you went to the mall and dressed up like something scary, you know what I mean? Like, how is that? Is is it any scarier than... (sighs) 
I, what parents are going to say is you'll make the argument that like monsters aren't real, where mass shooters are. Um, yeah, but I mean, you can dress up as a million different scary things that are real. You could dress up like a serial killer or something like that, and are people going to have a problem with that if you dress up like Jeffrey Dahmer? I think maybe at a oh, at a children's event, I think people are going to take issue with with the Jeffrey Dahmer costume, right? Right, but I mean, let's say just say I went to the mall, dress up in my Halloween costume like everyone else is entitled to do, and just because my my mine is too un PC for you, Macabre. it's too it's too offensive for you. It's too, right. it, what are you, is it, are your feelings protected? I just feel like this guy did this. Because because he knew this was the reaction he was going to get. Isn't that the purpose of Halloween? Isn't that the entire thing? There's people who put those like extremely lifelike decorations up on their front yard, and it's like, well, hey, it's Halloween. It's supposed to be scary. I've always felt like those people might be doing things to lure kids into their house. Well, I don't know if I'm going to put pedophilia on everyone that puts up, uh, you know. Not everyone. No, but uh, but that's par for the course with Halloween is to do scary stuff. So if I if if I was... If I was somebody, you know, with my head chopped off and you could see like blood coming out of my throat, we'd all be like, oh, that's fine. That's no big deal. That's Halloween. But now all of a sudden, because it's a mass shooter, I mean, it's in bad taste. I think it's in bad. An axe murderer is better. Well, I mean, what what anti-gun people are going to say is America doesn't have an axe problem. No, I don't think America has a gun problem either, but... I, I, I guess it's just, if you're going to stand on the hill and say, like, well, no, you're allowed to do whatever you want. It's First Amendment, free speech. Oh, uh, I mean, yes. I, dude, what you were allowed to do and what you should do are going to be two totally different so conversations. should this guy have been removed? Or is this guy just allowed to go to this thing and do what he wants to do? I would have removed him. I would have done it. And, and, I, and I would have taken whatever, like, the legal fallout is for, like, you know, the First Amendment. I Which, honestly, dude... It, it, yeah, I mean, you do have the right. I, I, I guess, I just, I guess, for a guy who pushes envelopes for a living, I wish people didn't push the First Amendment, you know, this way. Halloween is just littered with graphic images. It is. It, it's it's a part of Halloween. The it blood, is part of it. The blood and the scary. gore and the scariness of it. And just because, What's more scary than a mass shooter? Right, and just because you're too afraid or you're too concerned about making sure you don't offend anybody... Now, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's the argument when you stand on that hill. And like, well, this is a line too far for you. They Now, they called mall security, rushed her children out of the event this one woman did once she saw him. Baker said she later learned from other parents the man was wearing a costume as a joke. She says, who does that? He should have never been allowed in. The costume could trigger people who have survived a mass shooting. <laughs> don't we all wear costumes as jokes? I, didn't, right, I, don't, right. I, don't, I don't put on a costume thinking like, hey, I'm that's really fair. a baseball player. I put on the costume because it's Halloween. You know, I did see this over, from over the weekend where two people wore masks. It was not blackface, but it was masks of Barack and Michelle Obama. And they were a white couple. And people are furious. Like, social media flew up. It's like, whoa. And it's like, well, wait, wait a minute. Like, I don't think a mask of, of a real person is the same thing as putting blackface on. Is it? No. No. Like, I don't have a problem with that. And, and I think that's people being a little too sensitive about situations. I personally think. I don't think wearing a, a lifelike mask to represent somebody is the same thing as wearing black. Like when Jason Aldean put blackface on to be Lil Wayne, I felt like I was like, all right, bro. Like you had to know people were going to take serious issue with that. But I don't have a problem with people wearing like real masks of some of a real figure. I have no problem with that. As a matter of fact, over the weekend, you know, I was working basically a Halloween show for Mushroom Head. I was surprised 
that I only I think I saw only one Donald Trump costume. He's always been a popular costume for Halloween, and I figured this year for sure. Like I figured I would see people dressed up like in a Donald Trump mask, like in a like in an orange jumpsuit, like because a lot of people are thinking he's going to go to jail, which I don't think you see the president go to jail, but that's just me. Maybe it does happen. I just don't think that will happen. Southwest Airline is doing something that is pretty much guaranteed. I'm never flying Southwest ever again. We'll give you that story next on Rock 106.9. Good morning. The Stansberry Show. Or the God of your choosing. Best morning ever. Kent's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. Hey guys, you got Stansberry here for the Wakeham Auto Family. About seven months ago, I think it is now, I bought a pre-owned Honda Accord through Wakeham and I absolutely love my car. And when I showed up at the dealership, I was a little bit worried about my credit. I've had a few issues here and there. And Wakeham said to me, we're going to be able to get you financed because we here at the Wakeham Auto Family deal with over 30 different lenders. So no matter what your issues have been, we can find you the loan you need on the car that you want. Sure enough, they found me a Honda Accord, got me financed, and I now have everything I wanted. And right now, the Wakeham Auto family is offering you credit amnesty, meaning if you make just $350 per week, they can get you financed for up to $30,000 on the car that you're looking for. Wakeham is also Stark County's largest pre-owned dealership, meaning they have the selection. You can start online, actually. Take a look at Wakeham.com. That's W-A-I-K-E-M.com. Check out Wakeham.com. You'll see there are over 500 pre-owned cars for you to choose from. And then head up to the Wakeham Auto Mile. That's at West Tuscan Lincoln Way between Canton and Maslin. And there is where you can get your credit amnesty. $350 per week gets you $30,000 worth of credit. Find out more at Wakeham.com. Do what I did. Save the Wakeham one. 69. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're back on the 69-930. We have tickets to see Foo Fighters. They're playing July 25th at Blossom. Tickets do not go on sale till this Friday, 10 a.m. We'll get you hooked up a little early. And also at 9-10 this morning, your next opportunity at $1,000. We'll give you the keyword on that. I can't believe how fast this morning's going. Flying by. Yeah, I know. I like it. I like it, too. Being at work, your voice is the worst. like that. Who wants to do that? I'm being told Mueller uh, is is proving that Trump did not collude. That that's what okay. he's that's what he's yanking everybody in right. Yeah, I'm sure that's what he's after. That's that's what it is. Yep, and Trump's going to be impeached too. Yep, it's all going to be done today. Yep, oh, I'm telling you, we're going to find out in the end of all this that everybody everybody is guilty of something. You know, because like I've always said about politicians. The only reason they want that job is because it's a license to steal from you and I. It's all rigged against you and I. All of it. They're all in... Dude, everybody's colluding with one another. Dude, I guarantee you at political parties in Washington, Democrats and Republicans who hate one another end up having a martini and laughing over the fact that you and I are dumb enough to fall for all their tricks. I guarantee you that's what happens. Somebody brought up to me, well, I guess it's just we're seeing examples of everybody doing this. And it's like, well, are these going to be offsetting penalties or does everybody get convicted here? You know what I mean? It's going to be offsetting penalties, I think. I think. I don't know that. And and that's the way we kind of all treat it is like, well, you did it. I did it. Well, we're fine. It shouldn't at that point be. It's like you did it. They did it. Everyone's going to jail. Everybody get out. Right. That's the whole thing with people who are like, oh, looks like Hillary's about to get locked up. And I'm like, fine, dude, lock her up. That doesn't mean... If she's guilty, yes. Fine, let's assume that she is. And, dude, as a a Democrat, as a liberal... You're talking the uranium deal now? As somebody who ran, who who volunteered for her campaign, fine, lock her up. That's fine. That doesn't absolve all other guilty, uh, all other sin on the other side. What would your parents say? Two wrongs don't make a right. Right? Isn't that what your parents would say? Lock her up, dude. Throw her in jail for the rest of forever. Lock everybody up. Everybody's guilty. Everybody. They're all guilty.
It's a license to steal. It's the only reason you'd want that gig. Why else would you want it? <laughs> for all the stress and for, for all that stuff that comes with it? No, it's because they can steal. That's what everybody wants that gig for. So I'm getting ready to fly in December. I'm going to go home. Not home, but I'm going to go see my family where they live, which is Las Vegas. Which, by the way, I mean, if you've been listening to the Stansberry Show or even to Stansberry prior to the Stansberry Show, the fact that you're going to go see your family, it, dude, it just warms my heart. It really does. Stansberry and his mom have a little Christmas dinner together. It's going to be awesome. It yeah, is. I'll live stream my brother <laughs> slapping me around. You'll get to see that. Oh, Doyle just smacking me over turkey bones. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head to Vegas for okay. Christmas and see right. the family. And so like every like airline story I see right now, I'm like, okay, well, what's going on? Because I'm like one of those, right? right? And Southwest Airlines is getting ready to do something that I think is going to end up working in the wrong direction. They announced that they are going to add live concerts to its in-flight entertainment. Okay, so like on the TV in front of you, you no. can watch like the you know Green that's Day not a live concert or the iHeartRadio Music Festival. No, there's going to be actual, they're going okay. to put live musicians in the aisle. Oh my god, to play for you. Oh my god, which I don't even know where the hell you put them because a plane's not that big. So no. what, I'm guessing what two guys with acoustic guitars are going to play? I don't know, bad bad Leroy Brown or something <laughs> okay. as I'm flying over. Okay. I mean, I don't get it. I don't I don't understand that. Like dude, because here's the difference is like whatever's the movie is, I don't have to watch it. But in live entertain like in like live music, I I'm not going to be able to avoid that. Yeah, I mean What are you going to do? Sell me the headphones that are noise canceling because that's on there? That's probably what they will do. Um is this so this isn't like who hey, would want this while you guys are on you know while you guys are at the runway and everyone's getting situated. This is while you're up in the air because that makes it that does that makes it all the more complicated. There, I guess if they were playing live while you were like boarding the flight, then maybe like at the gate, you know what I'm saying? Maybe that could be okay. Even so, I wouldn't want it want it there. But still, like that. But you're walking up and down the aisles doing this while we're up in the air. That's, Apparently, they say the airline has been doing pop up concerts since 2011. I didn't know that. That's terrible. But they've decided to. Boost the idea and make it more common. I'll be honest with you. Businesses, just hear me out. Okay? If people, if they didn't buy tickets to go see that artist, they don't want to see that artist. Well, and let's not let's not act like these are artists. Let's not act like this is like, hey, dude, oh, dude, it's Axel and Slash and Guns N' Roses is coming out to perform for you. At the best, these are going to be like crappy cover bands or two dudes, maybe in the worst, two dudes singing original songs, right? I mean, like at the best, this is a bad cover band, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, if you, unless you pay to see the artist, you don't want to see the. Is it, I'll prove my point. So Friday night, I went out and met some people. Okay, and I walked into a bar. Okay, and they had a live band. And I immediately thought to myself, oh, for Christ's sakes, what the hell am I doing in here? Like, what am I doing? And honestly, they were so, I, I, this is going to make me sound 300 years old, but they were so effing loud. We couldn't even sit at the table and have drinks and like have a conversation with one. We left because we were like, oh my God, this is miserable. There's six people in this bar and this band is like like Metallica loud right. for six people. Just cranking through like the this best is, of lover boys. Right. <laughs> just playing Loving every minute of it. <laughs> right. It's like, dude, get me the F out of here. Like, get me out of here. Um, It's this weird place with live music. Um, I like going to shows, but you're right. I like going to shows that I want to go to. To go into a bar 
The only thing worse than a live band to me is karaoke. Like that's oh, I'm, I agree. I'm, I'm walking out the door for karaoke. Maybe I'll watch. Maybe I'll watch that live band and, and see if they're any good. But ah, dude, especially in a stressful situation like flying, we're talking. We're talking. You got three kids with you. You're already spending a bunch of money to go to Disney World, and now all of a sudden, some idiots just walking down, playing and playing the guitar, playing some crappy Led Zeppelin cover. Ah, dude, that's all bad. That is. That's terrible. I can't. I can't imagine a worse idea. No, I, I'm trying to come up with something where it's like redeeming. Like yeah, live music, it's less stressful. It releases. It makes you feel good. No, it doesn't. Maybe at a bar. No, maybe uh, again when you go see a band you like. Like I work a concert venue. People paid for those tickets. They're showing you they want this band. Outside of that, people don't want live music from people they don't know. In a situation they don't. that you want to be there, right? You're there. You're drinking beers. You're not walking through the middle of like a busy intersection or the a busy like concourse, and some idiots over here playing Leonard Skinner, dude. Yeah, you're gonna be, uh, dude. I'm gonna be furious. For the last five years, planes have just been falling out of the sky and crashing, and now I get a soundtrack <laughs> for my death. <laughs> That is a terrible, terrible idea. Terrible idea. Terrible. A couple of girls in Maslin stepped up and did something awesome. We're going to fill you in next on Rock 106.9. 106.9. And welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. Rock 106.9, 930. We'll pass out a pair of Foo Fighters tickets. They're playing July 25th. Blossom tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. You'll beat the box office here momentarily. Also, a $1,000 up for grabs real soon. So there was almost a tragic situation in Maslin, but instead ended totally safely as police say okay. two good Samaritans. Deserve some credit. According to the cops, a vehicle was traveling alongside uh, Lincoln Way. Uh, this was around 10 p.m. Thursday night. Two adults in the front seat and a three-year-old child in the back. Both adults were apparently slumped over the dashboard, and the car was only moving because it was still in drive. Basically, they had, like I think, stopped, and then, like you know what I mean? Right. Um, if they're both slumped over the dashboard. I'm going to speculate here. I want to make sure, because a couple of people have been taking issue. You're painting with a broad brush. So let me let me make sure I use the proper words. I'm speculating here that, the, that the, those two people in the front seat may have been on some drugs and or booze. That's when two local women out of uh, Maslin, Sarah Wenzel and Tanya Fowdy, drove by, saw what was happening, and police say that those two decided that the best course of action would be to block the suspect's vehicle with their own car. They Then they got out of the car, put the suspect's vehicle in park. Again, moving slowly. Apparently, what had happened, car was in drive, right. probably foot slipped off gas pedal there, not necessarily down on, or uh, you know, slipped off the brake, rather, not necessarily down on the accelerator, so it's not like you're doing 50, but just was kind of moving. So they put the vehicle in park and immediately removed the child and rendered first aid to the driver. Jesus. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I would be able to properly assist somebody with first aid today. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're not trained in it, you know, what are you going to do? Just like, hey, maybe this is what I'm supposed to do. Nine, like, one. Right, I mean, that's right. about as far as I could take um, you. But even, even, even before administering first aid, I mean, I don't know if... Are you putting your car in front of another car that's probably not. moving? You know what I'm probably saying? Not. I'm like, I, I, I just don't know how I'm reacting in this situation, and it's probably not the same way that these women did. Uh, I, I, again, isn't the insurance going to be going to say, so wait a minute, you knowingly put the car in the way of another moving vehicle? Yeah, we're not paying. 
I, I just maybe. Um, I don't know. I don't know what that would be either. I would assume there's got to be some. I, I mean, mean, if you know, I mean, dude, if you leave your keys in the car and somebody steals it, I don't think they pay uh, out. If you give an insurance company wiggle room, they're going they're to gonna take, take it for as the much room. as they possibly can. That was so the point of what I was. Saying. I wonder if I don't know. I don't know if there's a good Samaritan law protecting these women or something like that. Maybe. Or, or, or oh, I don't know about there. that. Um, but yeah, I just don't know if I put myself in this situation. So now this is all happening before any emergency workers are on the scene. So shout out to Sarah Wentzel and Tanya Fowdy. That was pretty awesome. Both adults have been arrested and now face a variety of charges, including OVI, possession of drugs, open container, and a moving vehicle. So yeah, my speculation was right. And child endangering. Authorities say a straw used to snort illegal drugs, a blue pill crusher, I don't know what that is, and some brown powdery substance were found in the female driver's purse. The child was later released to a family member and child services have been notified. Um, th- both the women have been commended for their heroic efforts by the Massillon Police Department and by the Stansbury Show because I believe they deserve it. So yeah, nice job, ladies. No question about it. You you saw something terrible happening and you reacted. I just I mean stepped up in the moment. Think about like. I mean, I, I am at this point, I am a person who's looking for like something to happen. I'm like, oh, is that person overdosing? Nope, they just got their eyes closed. But like, you, you, you have to act in that moment that quick. These women deserve all the praise in the world. Yeah, I, I honestly, I'm not sure that me personally would be able to step up in that moment. I could probably put a car in park, but yeah. I don't know. I, but I can't. I, I, I don't know the first thing about first aid. I really don't. I probably should be. Yeah, I think a basic. You know I, mean? I think maybe like a basic course of first aid for most people in this country probably wouldn't be a terrible. I'm idea. surprised that's not a requirement. Well, but the problem is there is then you're opening yourself up for liability. Of yeah, like, you really you know, are. You, you, you go and you, you you put chest compressions on somebody and then you end up you killed him. Right. right? Yeah, no, that totally will happen. You are right about that. We do have your opportunity at a thousand dollars. You're getting your keyword right now. Your shot at one thousand dollars now. Text the keyword bills to two hundred two hundred. Nine. Welcome back to the Sands Show on Rock 106.9. If I'm reading this correctly, this conspiracy section of the indictment of Paul Manafort does not have to do with the campaign they claim. If I'm reading this correctly or not, this is going to be an interesting afternoon. Is this, which, by the way, I'm going to try not to read Facebook all day. Right. But, like, read news sites. Right. Fake, fake news, though. Whatever you read. And well, if it doesn't agree with you, it's What fake I'll news. do is I'll read the same article from three different places, and it'll be completely different. And the truth always lies in the middle. And so I feel as if if I read stuff that leans left and stuff that leans right, I'll be able to figure out what the truth is in the middle there. I don't... You know what I mean? I feel like I'll be able to do that, but maybe not. Well, as as we sit here, and you're right, this will be an interesting afternoon. Oh, it's going to be. It. But it'll, it'll much more so be an interesting Crazy. couple of months here because this isn't the end of things. Like, I know there's going to be some This is the tip people, of the iceberg. There's going to be some people who are like, well, it's nothing to do with the campaign. It's all over. It's done. It's like, no, it's not. This is, this is, what, this is the first step of many along the way, and hopefully... The, the the investigation will lead to facts, which will lead to more information. And at that point, once we know things, that's when we can all make our judgments. That's when we can all have our opinions. But to just start spouting off like, told you so. What, what, what are you talking about? We don't even know anything. It's 921 in the morning. Nobody knows. You don't know anything. I guess they're claiming he laundered $75 million. Is a lot of money. Like. Yeah, I mean, yes. A lot of money. Yes, it is. I don't even know what money laundering is. They always talk about it. I don't even know what it is. 
I don't. What are you doing? I don't know what you're doing. Laundering it? Not paying taxes? What is it? I don't know. You, you take illegal money and you funnel it through shell corporations to clean it. There, therefore, you can spend it. You can spend it. You can. You. Can, I don't totally understand how was, the inner workings of it. So we're. Taking, I know what it is. So we're taking Russian money. We're putting it in another company, and then we're spending it in America. Is I, that what? It, I is believe that? that's the way it okay, should go down. All right. All right. I just. It just. It, to me, like I said, it feels. I don't like, know. Tony Soprano died, dude. I don't know what happened. <laughs> We've got constitutional scholars coming. Out the yin yang over on Facebook right now, and I'm like, Wait, what is money laundering? Oh, oh, Again, order this. I- I'll, I'll reiterate a- an hour and a half ago, your Facebook account was, I can't spell my name without coffee, and now all of a sudden you're an expert in this, right? Yeah, just, just- literally, dude, in the same hour, that's what your Facebook profile went from, Z- dude. You're going zero to 100 real quick, right there. I mean, dude, like, I can't believe that, but that's what people do. Okay, uh, another big story today is Kevin Spacey, yeah, now. For a lot of you, Kevin Spacey is all about House of Cards. For me, it will always be about seven. Like that's like that was like my first like real thing with Kevin Spacey. It was like, damn, dude, like that guy's creepy. And he's been in a ton oh, a of movies, movies right. and he's done. I mean, he's got a pretty pretty impressive resume behind him. He's oh, made yeah. a ton of great films. Yeah, if I had his IMDb page, I'll pull it up here. I'd be like, oh my god, yeah, that's really good. And oh my god, that's really good. I mean, he's a great actor. He is. He's a really good actor. But he's now facing some criticism. He is the next celebrity in this. Um, well, sexual harassment of like coworkers or like, you know, sexual misconduct of coworkers and stuff. And apparently there's this, there's this, um, this guy who's coming out now accusing Kevin Spacey of sexual harassment and well, inappropriate touching and, and things like that. And so Kevin Spacey, I have his quote here. He says, I have a lot of respect and admiration for Anthony Rapp as an actor. I'm beyond horrified to hear his story. I honestly do not remember the encounter. It would have been over 30 years ago, but if I did behave as he describes, I owe him the sincerest apology for what would have been a deeply inappropriate drunken behavior. And I am sorry for the feelings he describes having carried with him all these years. This story has encouraged me to address other things about my life. I know that there are stories out there about me and that some have been fueled by the fact that I have been so protective of my privacy. As those closest to me know, in my life, I have had relationships with both men and women. I have loved and had romantic encounters with men throughout my life, and I choose now to live as a gay man. I want to deal with with this honestly and openly, and that starts with examining my own behavior, Kevin Spacey. Now, there are people who are now condemning him for using this as the reason to come out as gay. Now, I thought Kevin Spacey was already out. Because I thought it was pretty common knowledge Kevin Spacey was gay. Like, I'm, I, I mean, dude, if he thought he was hiding that well, he wasn't. Waiting on you, Seth MacFarlane. Uh, but, like, everybody's, like, now condemning him. And this kid was, what, 14 when this happened? Yeah, and he's a, not like a well-known actor, but has certainly been in a bunch of things. Was I don't know him. Star Wars. If you, if you, if, if I kid, see him, I know him. Adventure, adventures in Babysitting. He was in Dazed and Confused. He was in the latest Star Trek. He was in A Beautiful Mind with. Oh, with, so he's been in tons of stuff I've seen. Yeah. Okay. He, he's all right. one of those actors. If you saw him, you'd be like, yeah, that Character guy, actor. That guy, yeah. Character actor, not a star. Okay. Well, apparently he was 14 when this happens. All right. And. I, which is the part of the story I hate. Um, not only because, well, that's awful, and you, well, unless it's a female teacher and a fourteen-year-old boy, then it's fine. But uh, it, I mean, the, the, the yeah. story's awful. That was yeah. by that was sarcasm by me, by the way. Um, I, these days, you got to tell people when you're doing that. Um, but what I hate today is that people 
and I'll say uneducated people because that's uh, that's who I believe does this. Uneducated people will constantly equate gay with pedophilia, and they're not the same thing. Just because a, just because a man wants to sleep with another man doesn't mean he wants to hurt a child. Not, yeah, not even drawing remotely. that line. I've never understood that, but they're not the same thing. That's why America. There's two different words because they mean separate things. Fifty years ago, I guess I'm not going to say I understood why that existed, but like fifty years ago, homosexuals we know too much were, just, were just looked at, looked at as deviants. Was looked at like sexual perverts. Is Pervert, like right. right. So I, I guess I can understand why you would paint all perverts in that same brush right there, but you're right. It's 2017. You know gay people that aren't pedophiles. I mean, I, I, I'm willing to bet you do. Like, hopefully you do in the sense of like... You probably know straight people who are. Exactly. And let's not act like heterosexuals have never have never had sex with children. Like, go on now. But that's what's going to happen. And you're right, dude. And you're right. If this was, if this was a smoking hot 26-year-old teacher and a 14-year-old student, we'd all, all be good. like, oh, dude, man, that's hot. I'm Where like, was this casting right. director when I was in movies? Right, right. Where was this? I mean, that does happen. That does happen. And I've admitted on the air openly that I would be, and this is so wrong, but that if my daughter came home from school and told me she was molested by or touched by a teacher, I'd be like, oh my God, that's terrible. Or if it was my son, I'd be like, I don't love it, but he's probably going to react better than my my daughter would, which is old world thinking and not at all accurate. Unless it was your son doing gay stuff, right? Uh, I think I'm a little bit more open. I I think I'm a little bit more open-minded than that. I think most people... I think you're right about most people. Most people are not feeling that way. I think I'm probably more open-minded than most. If your son's doing gay stuff, then it's the teacher. He's a predator. He talked your kid into being gay. gay, But if it's heterosexual and she's a hot 26-year-old, all of a sudden it's like, yeah, man, 14-year-old, slamming it. Slamming it, bro. Full disclosure, because I'm the guy who likes to tell you the truth. That thought would maybe cross my mind, Phantom. Talking my son and being I don't know gay? if I would be convinced that was it, but I would be a liar if I said maybe that 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 thought would not come past my mind. But that's what's gonna. That's what this whole day is gonna be about. Well, Mueller. But the whole the rest of the day will all be about the fact that gay people are secretly all pedophiles, and no, they're not. It's like there was this story in the news last week, and we didn't do it because I was just like, you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to add gas to the, this fire. But it, we're a trans. We're a trans person like attacked a kid in the bathroom. And then people were like, see, see, see. And I said to myself, well, first of all, that Target bathroom thing was like a year and a half ago. And this is the first one of these we've seen. And it wasn't even in a public place. I think it was in a private residence. Yeah. And so, like, it's not the same thing. And to, and to say that, what, that, 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 that a heterosexual, straight, non-trans person has never attacked somebody in a bathroom would be crazy. That's crazy. One, one incident of something does not indicate that this is the way everything is. Stop equating gay with pedophilia. First of all, it makes you look crazy, not the gay person. Um, I saw Kevin Spacey said something about how he didn't remember this, how it was something that he didn't Well, recall. it's possible to do something 30 years ago and not remember. And right, but that's not an excuse. No, 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 no. And, it and, is not and, an excuse. And as we sit here and we kind of talk about this, I think it's well worth kind of reiterating that, like, Kevin Spacey, you can't be rubbing your junk all over 14-year-old boys. I don't care how drunk you are. I don't, I mean... I'm just telling you, I think a lot of guys in this country, and I would I almost venture to say most, you got to be a little worried right now. Because you don't remember every interaction you've had with every person of your entire life. And do now again, this was like this was like a man with like 
you know, a young boy in this net, which is going to be different. But guys, are you really going to sit here and tell me that you've never been sexually inappropriate with a woman in your life? I don't buy it. I guess there's different layers of. There's all definitely that. different layers, sure. You know, and 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 I guess maybe the first step would kind of be like maybe recognizing the wrongdoings you've done in the past, and 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 instead of having them like, hey, I found this out about you, maybe coming open and being like, hey, this is this is what I've done wrong in the past. But that's asking a lot of the American. I world. would imagine in my 41 years being alive, I have said or done something that I would not be proud of today. Yes, but at the same time, I can guarantee in the 33 years that I've been alive, never have I crossed the line where I'm rubbing my genitals on a 14-year-old. Do you know what I mean? No, I've never so done that. So there's that. There's I've that never layer. done that. Well, maybe when I was 15, but you know what I'm saying? But right. like, but that's but, a lot. But, but, but there's those layers right there. Have, have I made an inappropriate joke? Have I said something that, you know, sure, but I don't necessarily, I'm not concerned that like, oh damn, are they going to find out about like, I'll tell you a true story, right? So once upon a time, when I was working at another radio station, I was doing afternoons. We were pretty popular. And a buddy of mine came up to pick me up from work. We were going to go down to the queue to see a show. And I was walking him through the building, introducing him stuff, you know, to people and this and that. And I had said a couple of things to do, a couple of different coworkers or whatever, just kind of making everybody laugh or whatever. And we're walking out to the car. And he said to me, he's like, dude, I just want you to know that if you worked where I worked, you wouldn't be able to say half that stuff you just said walking through the building. And I said, well, yeah, my business, my industry's a little different. Like, people kind of know that it's like, ah, it's kind of a creative environment. Stuff's going to happen. Now, that's no longer, except I'm going back 15 years now, but like, and it's no longer the way, like, trust me, like here, like this building, we're pretty locked down about stuff like that. The good news is nobody else works in this building. You say whatever the hell you want, there's nobody else here. It's like, all right, well... See, I'm almost laughing at that because I'm going to get blamed for what you just said. We have Foo Fighters tickets. They don't go on sale until Friday at 10 a.m., but we'll get you into that show next on Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We have Foo Fighters tickets. They're playing July 25th. Blossom, we're going to get you in even before you can buy those tickets. They don't go on sale until this Friday, 10 a.m. Which, speaking of which, yeah. tomorrow, Phantom, for yeah. uh, New Tour Tuesday, we're going to play a new Foo Fighters song. There you go. They'll be part of that. We'll also uh, pass out another pair of those tickets tomorrow okay. during New Tour Tuesday. Brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino in Northfield Park, which, by the way, went there Friday night to see D. Snyder. Right. D gave us a little shout-out from the stage. Oh, nice, yeah. dude. Nice. The Rock Mother gets a shout-out. Yeah, I like that. Sure did. Sure did. There. I, I like uh, that. Yeah, I went, to the, I, I went to that show. Uh, and, dude, I got to meet D. Snyder. Okay. Yeah, dude, I got to meet D. Snyder. He's taller than you think he is and skinnier than you would think. Um, like he's, I mean, dude, he's in shape. Like, I don't know if it's in shape, but it's almost like back in the day, you could say this without people freaking out. So like, you know, heroin chic was like a word that people used to, you know, give models back in the day. And that's the kind of the way he looks, to be honest with you. Yeah. I was going to say, I think he is a, uh, a fitness enthusiast. Oh, so, is he really? Yeah, I think so. It seems like he's presented himself as such before on the house of hair. And, uh, oh, I didn't know no, that's cool. Um, and you usually when it comes to when you meet celebrities or when you meet artists or you meet whoever, um, oftentimes they're shorter than expected. Yeah, because the camera points build, up at well, them a lot. You build this mindset of like, well, dude, Jay Z has to be a huge human. He's this big, you know, brand. He's this dynamic character. He's this awesome rapper. Well, he takes his pants off. Well, and it's like, well, he's like, you know, five what? foot nine. All of a sudden, it's like, damn, dude, you're not as big as I thought. No, you that is be. true. I, I got to meet Jay back in the day, and it was. It, it, you are right about that. Like when, especially people you really, you know really really like yeah. you make them bigger in your mind but uh it, you can check out that photo of D and I and everything else at my Instagram which is dan.stansbury by the way uh it was ex- I was excited to meet D grew up a big uh, you know twisted sister fan I was uh I was a fan of that huh Foo Fighters, man. I'm excited about that show, dude. July, July 25th. 25th when it all goes Blossom. Down. That's going to be awesome. I'll tell you what, though. There's one thing that I'm not quite all that excited about. What was that? Is 
All right. I loved the first season of Stranger Things. I okay. loved it. And when I finished it, I was like, oh my God, I can't wait for this to come out again. I don't care now. Like, it's out, and I don't care at all. From like, what, I don't even want to watch it. I haven't watched it yet, but from what I've heard, it's been pretty two thumbs up. It seems like most people who like the first season like the second season. Maybe um, it's because I'm out of weed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that like that, I think maybe, right I think maybe that might be what it is. Um, I, uh, I have not started yet. I plan on it. Maybe I'll do it later this afternoon. Um, I, my, me and my girlfriend, we watched like the first episode of the first season, and my girlfriend liked it. And then yeah. we started watching the second and the thirds, and she was like, "Yeah, eh, just go ahead and watch this without me." So, she oh, really? Lost, she gave up? Yeah, she lost passion for it. And I think a big part of the reason why is because she was uh, a little too young for it. Like, she didn't. She after a while, she's like, "Okay, it looks like it's on VHS. I get it." Okay. Yeah, I that that would that played better for me than it would for her. Like I remember when I watched it, I was like, Winona Ryder was the perfect casting for right. this because she is the eighties. Like she is that she is that decade to me. And so like I thought she was a, a I sh- thought she was a perfect casting for that. But I just I don't know what it is. Like honestly, like I've been preaching the praises of uh, of another show on Netflix, Mindhunter. And I watched Mindhunter primarily later in the evening. Right, I'd start one at like six, then right. watch another one at seven. Next thing you know, it's almost time for me to go to bed. And I think that there were parts of episodes that maybe I fell asleep during. And I'm not one of those. We'll restart it the next day. Like I'm like, ah, well, we'll just go forward. And so I'm more interested, I think, to restart Mindhunter than I am to even watch Stranger Things too. Now people are telling me that this season, people have already finished it. Which, geez, dude, what'd you do all weekend? Just sit in front of your television? I mean, dude, plenty of people do, right? Binge watching's the way to watch. It, right? it, it is all. The, it is all the rage uh, these. Days and I'm being told by our by our audience that uh, Stranger Things season two was actually better than the first. Okay. I now so you didn't see the because I hear they did a recap. Because I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure I remember Stranger Things well. I mean, I kind of remember it, yeah. But I, it would be nice to have like a brush up episode, like yeah. here's 15 minutes of like, hey, here's last season. Or is this second season? I know it's the same characters and stuff, but do I necessarily had to have watched that first season, or can I just pick this well, up and start going? With I've that? read online, Variety had an article about it over the weekend, and I read that that says, look, if you're like me. Um, and, and you're worried that you don't remember everything that that the beginning of the first episode of season two kind of is like, okay. hey, here's what went down. Okay. So I'm imagining, no, it's a continuation of the storyline and you're going to have to be invested in it. I don't know what it is. I just I like here I am. I got the whole entire afternoon ahead of me. Can't play golf. Too cold. A little rainy. All that stuff. And I like perfect time to be binge watching TV. And I'm not excited. Send that text message. I'm sure it'll all be cleared up by 3.30 in the afternoon. Little po little show. Right there. Little po show. Stranger things, too. All of a sudden, damn it. <laughs> Man, man, this is pretty it's, good. It's a good show. Let's get you hooked up with these Foo Fighters tickets. They're playing July 25th. Tickets go on sale Friday morning, 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster locations, but you're beating the box office right now. We'll take caller 20, 1-800-243-7625 on those. Aside from that, we're done for the day. However, stick around. Teresa, our midday woman, is going to get you hooked up with $1,000 at 1010. You guys have an awesome afternoon. See ya. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Hey guys, you got Stansbury here. When talking firearms, you know what you want? Knowledge.